The following podcast is closed caption for the Disney impaired. It is intended for mature audiences and parental discretion is advised. Mouse Rants will make this available at all times because it's on the internet. And if you don't like that, then you can go fuck yourself. episode for like four seconds yeah. that was kind of cool uh but here you are on an episode finally what, have here you been have you been getting anything done with this musical that uh, is trying to get out i've been getting nothing done I, I, oh that's great yeah everybody i hope you enjoy not having a musical okay you know when it's done or when it's almost done like when we're in the final stages of editing mm-hmm. i am going to try to go on other people's shows oh you're gonna do like a press circuit a press circuit and what i'm gonna do is I'm going to, and you can come too if you want to. It's completely up to you, but you're never here. No, I'm never here, so it's not going to work. <laughs> but if you could, and whatever, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a tally of how many people say no mm-hmm. <laughs> and how many people say yes, but then don't get back to me when I try to figure out a, a date. Okay. So that's what I'm... Um, it's like a game that you're It's playing? a game. I want to see how many people actually want to have Jerry Skids on their show. Huh. Because... A lot of people like will be friends and then they'll be like, well, you know, in the show, you can't really be on our show. I'm like, you do know I don't have to use language. Fuck you. Yeah. I was on Behind the Magic for a while. Yeah. And Jiminy Crickets. That's true. I know how to keep myself at bay. And you also worked for Disney, so, you I know, did. you know how to, like, you know, tone it down. Yes. How you been? You know, a while. What? Uh, that doesn't, that doesn't even make sense. I've been all right. I've been peachy. Peachy as fuck. Mm. I went on the uh, the cyclone today. It's uh, the fucking 90th birthday. Oh, yeah? Yes. I live 10 minutes from the cyclone. I, I didn't get to go on. I'm sorry. Well, I don't have a real job, so, you know, I'm a fucking loser. Oh. Yeah. Well, loser. I'm a loser, baby. Oh, yeah, so why don't you kill me? Yeah. What Are we going to, like, go through every decade? What would, I give, You give love a... I give love a bad name. Yeah. We should just go through every year, and that'll be the episode. We'll just talk about every song, or, like, the biggest hit song of every year, and it'll have nothing to do with Disney. That's, like, totally... We could do that. <laughs> I don't know how many people are going to listen to this. Uh, what was the top song... 
We'll do one more, and that'll be it, and then we'll go into the episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah, by the way, this is uh, 108. <laughs> the lost episode. Yeah, hopefully you guys can see like the dance that freaking Jerry is doing right now, with the, <laughs> along with the, the singing of the... It was song. it was wonderful. Uh, so yeah, so we'll be talking about Lost today because it is episode 108. So anybody who hasn't seen Lost and cares, and they're like, well, one day I'll see it. When we get up to that part, like, just shut off the episode because it, it's going to be so fucking spoilerific. Forget it. Yeah, we're going to spoil, spoil the entire, entire the fuck. Spoil the spoil the fuck. Spoil, fuck, spoil the, the spoil the spot. I'm keeping all that in. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Just Simone spitting everywhere. Oh, oh R.I.P. to that fucking uh, Bukaki uh, actress. She didn't spit, did she? No, she did well, spit. The, in the end, she, she did. Died. Yeah, poor, oh, that fucking sucks. Fucking R.I.P. Yeah, Only for, 23. For those of you who are not in the group, um, I posted something that I found while uh, just being on the internet, of course, about this girl in Japan who died... From a Bukaki video. She was in the Bukaki video and they fucking all came in her mouth that it was all hot and shit and everyone was jacking off and and um I guess she must have taken a breath the wrong way and whoop all that cum went right in the wrong pipe Ugh. and they didn't know she was dying because they were too busy jacking on her. Can you believe they were like coming in her mouth as she was dying? Oh, Isn't that God. weird? And the director was pissed off that she fucked up the shot. <laughs> He didn't realize that she was fucking dying. Like, he's just like, oh, see, arigato. Like, I don't know. That's, that's just like, that's geez, just thank like, you. <laughs> thank you. You're fucked up my shot. Thank you, bitch. Yeah. The, the, the problem here is that now this is going to give Bukaki a bad name. Oh, you figured out what I yeah. was doing. Yes. Um, and I don't like that because Bukaki's a great fucking art form. Is it? Yes. Oh, God. That's, like, fucking, like, uh, who was that? Lil' Kim or whatever who had uh, everybody, like, come into this fucking, like... Uh, like Isn't that just a class? rumor? I don't, I don't sure. know. She probably did it. Didn't... Well, didn't people say always say that she died that way, but she's still alive? She's still alive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that was, like, one of those rumors where everyone's like, did you know that Lil' Kim died because blah, blah, blah? And you're like, wait. No, no, she's alive. That's, like, the fucking Back to the Future date being, like, you know, like... Like, uh, all these different years. They're like, oh, today's a day whatever. And it's like, no, that is not right. And you're an idiot for fucking <laughs> not listening. And you also didn't see the movie, so you fucking suck. Exactly. Uh, what was I talking? Oh, yeah. One, one year, and then we'll move on into the Disney stuff. But I have to do this. Pick a year, and I'll look up what the top song uh, was. Don't give me anything from 2001 till now. No, I was going to go 97. Okay, 1990. What, what are you guessing? Just take a guess. It could be completely um, way off. Fuck. Uh, 1997. What the fuck happened in 1997? Um, Mambo number five. No, that was like 99 or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Something by Ricky Martin. <laughs> well, in the list of uh, top 100 songs on the Billboard charts, the number one song is Candle in the Wind uh, by Elton John. Is that when Diana died? He must have. I, I, I was going to sing it, but I do not know how Candle in the Wind Candle goes. Candle in the Wind. I don't know. Yeah, that sucks. Number two was, I guess it was split between Foolish Games by Jewel and You Were Meant for Me by Jewel. How can you do that? Like I don't know. That's what it said. Oh, you know what? Maybe this is number one single. So maybe uh, on the other side, you were meant for me and I was meant for you. Oh, yeah. That's my version of that oh, song. Yeah. It's like the it's good version. James Hetfield version of that song. Oh, yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. All right. 
I'll just do number three because we're here. Uh, I'll be missing you. You know, the one that stole from Sting. Ugh. Where it wasn't. Ugh, I hate it. Yes, the right I song. know. Fucking Puff Daddy. Every breath. Puff. P. Diddy. Puff Daddy. Sean. Puffy Combs. Whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. We're gonna... That wasn't even that fun. So no. we're, we're we just ruined uh, your day. I we, know. I just picked a shitty, shitty year. Yeah, that was a. Uh, Mbop freaking came out that year. Freaking, but that wasn't in the, the top three. Mbop. Mbop should not be in the top three. Ever. Well, they, they fucking perform at uh, Epcot every fucking year. <laughs> Are you going to see them this year? No. Okay. I think when we're there, we get a bunch of shitty people. Uh-huh. But if you want to see Sugar Ray, he'll be there while we're there. And the small the microween. Yes. Uh, it is uh, allegedly, because we can't say whatever, but allegedly, uh, he also, Mark McGrath also has a, a microween. Um, my ex was a slut whore groupie before I was with her. I didn't know that at the time until I found out that she fucked Mark McGrath. And um, she had nothing good to say about the size of his penis. But again, she could be lying. Allegedly, everything's alleged, but that's what she said. Yeah, we need someone to like sleep with him now. If anybody uh, wants to? Jeanette, her. get on that. Oh yeah, Jeanette. She's will do it. always there to see them. I'm assuming she just wants to fuck them. Although Probably. there was that one girl, Danielle, in the group that she wants to. fuck. Oh yeah, maybe she could. She could take one for the team. She should. You know what? Take one, just to find out. Because even if he does have a microween, you could still like have him meet your pussy or something like that. So you'll still have a good time. He could be like really bad at it too. Well, we don't. You know what? People with small dicks should, should, not saying they do, they should be able to eat a pussy, like, really well. Because what to else do they up, got going To make for up them? for it? Yeah. Like, because, like, they can't, like, satisfy the other way, so it's like, well, yeah. you know. Yeah, at least people with small that. dicks need to fucking learn how to eat pussy. Okay. They need to. They should go into, like, a training academy for uh, pussy eating. I, you know what? Let's make an RPG What's where it? it starts out in Pussy Eating Academy. Okay. And, like, then it, you go on from there where you end up having to save the world. But it starts at Pussy Eating Academy. Okay. And it's all people with small dicks, and that's why you have to save the world to prove that even though you have a small dick, you can still save the world. Okay. You all still right. are relevant and needed in society. Ah, okay, I got you. That, we'll, that, that, that's pretty good. I, yeah. I like that, yeah. We'll call it Final Fantasy. Okay, so our first... What? <laughs> But there was nothing wrong with that. It worked out. It was good. It made sense. Okay, fine. This is delicious. See? This is delicious. This is delicious. Okay. So before we get into Lost Talk, we got to mention this. I wasn't going to, but Simone convinced me that we need to. Now, you guys know I hate A, talking about news when it's actually relevant. B, talking about rumors ever. This is a little bit of both, and mm. we don't normally do this. But I guess that makes it interesting because we don't normally yes, do it. Yes, this is our out of our norm. Yes. So we're going to do this now. We'll probably never do it again. But because this is such a weirdly intricate list of things, um, we just kind of need to do it. So I'm going to read this article uh, again from the assholes at WDWNT who stole our meetup and are trying to do it a couple days before Ugh, hours, pieces God. of shit. Uh, this is their article. I still give them credit because, you know what? That's what I do. Yeah. Um, and so, let's see fucking headline here. So, I guess that D23, 2017 rumors, a brave new Epcot with way more Disney character five-year expansion plan. It's the worst headline ever. terrible. That's, the that's, the that's, way I read it is the way it's written. It's actually written like that, yeah. 
And it's by Tom Corner. So he physically wrote this piece oh, of God shit. All right. Here we go. This is the boring part, but I have to read it. Disney Parks and Resorts Chairman Bob Chapek. By the way, let's always remember that he said that he was going to retain Epcot's being or whatever, he, however he phrased it. You know, nice. he was going to he was going to retain its sense of being, its its passion, its life. <laughs> what Epcot was supposed to be is what it's always going to be. That's what he said. I just wanted to say that. Okay. So he uh, has already announced that the big changes are coming to Epcot, making the statement back in November 2016 at Destination D, uh, Walt Disney World. While they weren't ready to spill the beans just yet, the D23 Expo in Anaheim next month seems like a likely venue for the announcement of the multi-year, multi-billion dollar overhaul of Orlando's second gate. That would be Epcot Center. According to sources, with work commencing this fall and being executed in phases, the overall the overhaul of Epcot is slated to be completed in five years, just in time for the park's 40th birthday in the fall of 2022. That being said, major components of the expansion will begin to come online starting in 2018, with at least a new e-ticket up and running in time for the Walt Disney World's grand 50th anniversary celebration in 2021. You may recall that California Adventure went through a similar expansion starting... Let's just get into this. Yeah. All right, so here are the list of things that are rumored, and I can't state this enough, this is rumors, I don't normally talk about rumors, but I kind of got to talk about this, so here we go. So the first thing is about the entrance plaza, they're saying there's going to be a new entrance plaza, removing the Leva Legacy tombstones and most of the original 1982 structures, Epcot will receive a new entry area to bring it into the 21st century, now what I have to say about that is fucking hooray for the Leva Legacy, but... Removing some of the 1982 structures? Why? I'm pissed off about the Leave a Legacy because I actually, like, know somebody whose fucking, like, you know, basically grave, like, Disney grave is at the Leave a Legacy. And I was also donated money to, like, freaking make sure that they, you know, because that was something really cool. And it was a former cast member who worked with, like, you know, who worked with us. But Leave a Legacy was supposed to go away. Oh. Already. Well, like it was, they it should was, move it somewhere else, so then that way it's not like... Because now it's like they receive Im- immortality by right. freaking being, like, at the, the at Epcot, you know? I mean, I know that they're... It's stupid, you know, because yes. it looks like a, a graveyard, but still, like, you know, I thought it was kind of cool because, you know, it's an unpopular opinion, but, you know, freaking... I know somebody who is, you know, they're, it marks their grave there, basically, so it's like... Right. Yeah. But the issue with this is that it was it was said when they paid the money to do that, they already knew that there was a closing date on this. It wasn't this is nothing new. Well that sucks. And in fact, I think the date was already happened. I think it's no. gone. I, I that's the case. It's not like in Magic Kingdom where you paid for the steps. Now that's a whole other story. That could stay there forever. The, the sidewalk. Yeah, they should keep that there because these people probably spent a good amount of money. Like, yeah, this needs to go somewhere else. Mm. It makes no sense in Epcot. None. And it looks ugly when you walk in. It does not look good walking into Epcot. When it used to look very, uh, really cool and futuristic and sciency, now it just looks like you're walking in through a graveyard to get to the good part. Yeah. And I don't think that should be an issue at all. I think that, like, just like in Magic Kingdom, you walk in, you walk through Main Street. It's a nice thing. It makes sense. This, you walk through a graveyard. Yeah, I know. 
But like for me, like I don't know. I'm just I'm just annoyed because it's like they're taking away like like memories of people who are gone now. They weren't supposed to be gone. Oh. That wasn't the purpose of no, this. Well, okay. <laughs> well, I personally know someone who was. Well, that's you know, not your why. problem or their well, problem know, either. But they should move it somewhere else. Yeah, somewhere backstage. Yeah, but then like you know like people who it's like uh, freaking at the nine eleven memorial or whatever like you know how they have all the names on the uh, the fountain or whatever. Um, so then that way it's like they're always immortalized and there's a computer or whatever you type in their but name. And those you are know, people who died. Oh, those are the people who died. 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 Those are the people who died. Yes. Die. Yes. <laughs> but just saying, I know it's an unpopular opinion. I know people are gonna be like, "What the fuck, Simone." I didn't but, even know this about you, or I would have uh, not even brought it up because I'd just punch you instead. Ah, fuck you. Uh, you suck. Spaceship Earth update. So Siemens eh. is expected to renew its expiring sponsorship deal. Boo! It was much better with his AT&T. Remember the big phone? Oh, I, I, I didn't get to go, but freaking uh, our good friend, uh, you know, uh, the Woo Man, like, freaking works for Siemens. I'm not saying Siemens should go out of business. I'm oh, just saying yeah. Siemens... Should not sponsor it anymore because right. since it's been sponsoring it, what do we have? I don't know. What do, what do we have? Exactly. We have triangles and screens. Oh. Um, anyway, it seems expected to renew its expiring sponsorship deal for the Spaceship Earth attraction and Epcot's nighttime show, which will likely lead to another update of the classic Epcot ride. We would hope that the problematic finale portion of the attraction created in 2007 will be addressed, but at the very least, the complete overhaul of Project Tomorrow seems likely. Now, I am happy of, like, the post-show completely changing. Yeah, I'm totally it's fine with that. awful. Yeah, but there are things about it that are okay. The, um, I like the 3D operation thing. Yeah. But... but I don't want to wait online I to do hate it. Waiting, yeah, that's the thing. It's like now you're always like, oh yeah, wait for this shit. Fuck that shit. Exactly. It and it's not worth the wait. No. The the other one was kind of fun. The one where you run around and play hockey or shuffleboard. Oh yeah, <laughs> I sucked at that. I wasn't. <laughs> but it was fun all. though. It was fun, but I sucked. Yeah, and you it's you, you had a pretty a, a lot of time. We were out of breath yeah, running around that fucking I know. place. Like that's the thing. There's always a wait because the thing is you do get right. to like really play, but that sucks because you you got to wait for that shit. Exactly. I'm happy with that whole that whole thing overhauling. Yeah. But um, Spaceship Earth, I don't think they're gonna change. It says that they, he thinks that they are. I don't think that they're gonna change anything. No, it's not long enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been ten years. Think about it. Jeremy Irons came in in '94. Yeah. Right? And he left in 2006. So, so 12 years. 12 years. So this yeah. 10 now, that's not that big of a difference. Let's get rid of her. We do not yeah, need that narration. The narration is really bad. Yeah, it's not very good. And this is supposed to take place five years from now. It needs to be changed. Yeah, they should just bring back Jeremy Irons. They really should. But the thing is, his narration doesn't go well anymore. He'd oh. have to come in and record it again. I know. If anything, don't fucking pick anybody from Disney Channel. <laughs> God, please don't. Imagine it's like Corbin Blue or something. Imagine it's Beans. He's not even alive anymore. I don't know. What? Don't Imagine know. it's like Beans. <laughs> What's his name? Steven Anthony something. I don't know Robert. what his real name is. Fucking but... Beans just comes in and reads it. That would be awful. I love I Beans, but stop. That'd be terrible. I, I think Spaceship Eath. Spaceship Eath. I think... I think Spaceship Earth needs an update, so yeah. that would be nice. They'd probably get another British person, because it seems to be like what they like. They like Brits. That's fine with me. Let's get yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Imagine, oh, oh yeah, you can get him or you can get Gordon Ramsay, and then it'll be like, fuck! I would love Please. Gordon Ramsay to do it, but it makes no sense. No, it'll make <laughs> no Ramsay. sense. 
Oh man, how great would that be if he did Make so the much fucking action? Venetians. <laughs> no, he would change the whole thing together. Yeah. Yeah, then no, he wouldn't do it. I, plus, no, he's on he Fox. Do. No, it doesn't make any sense. If he was on ABC, it'd be a sporting chance. Yeah, but he's not. Ugh. Anyway, uh, Interventions Plaza Area Overhaul. So this includes a new multi-level table service restaurant, a remodeled mouse gear, and the demolition of the existing Interventions East and West buildings. Mm. A new plaza behind Spaceship Earth will offer easier access to the rest of Future World, and here's hoping that the founder of Nations, and apparently he really wants Club Cool to remain. I wish I got to go to the not Club Cool, the before Ice Station cool. cool. I never got to go there. I'm pissed. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, uh, there really aren't places to eat there, so all right, fine. I guess remodeled mouse gear, they just want to make it look better. Okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, Interventions is gone. It's, it's gone, been gone. gone. It's That's been the gone, problem. But there's no like bringing it back now. Now it's just like uh, I, I would love for them. I can understand them not doing Interventions. They want to do something new. Yeah. I would love for them to demolish those buildings if that's what they're planning on doing and rebuild something there that is actually worthwhile. Yeah. Something that's in the vein of what Interventions and Communicore was. Yeah, like um, learning shit. But unfortunately, the age we're in, everybody's fucking stupid. Right. Well, that's true. Nobody wants to learn anything. No. They're like, we're learning, let's move on. I mean, they made fun of it in The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. You know how bored yeah. they were to fucking at Epcot? So, I don't know. I'm happy for a table service restaurant because Coral Reef stinks. Yeah. If it's a good one in Future World, imagine they themed it like futuristic-like. Ooh. Yeah. Dharma Initiative. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's the opposite no, of Future no, World. that's not. 1970s. Future. All right. So there's that. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Tron, which one? I don't know. Replacing the universe of energy, mm. which has been um, talked about for a while now, um, which is exactly what he just says. But it seems that the announcement of the Guardians of the Galaxy themed land for Epcot is just about guaranteed for the D23 Expo 2017. Cast members at Epcot are already being told the Universe of Energy will close just after the park's 35th anniversary on October 1st for demolition. We need we to, to ride it like on that day. Yes. I, I say that we either do it right before we all get drunk or like in the middle of it. Like we just take a break and go to Ellen's. Yeah. Because there, there's no wait for it usually. I mean, the ride itself is like 45 fucking minutes. But Imagine yeah. us drunk fucks just like going to Ellen's. Yeah. Commenting on everything. Well, I won't be drunk. I, I didn't just. I meant us in the glorious form of everybody to meet up. That's right. Um, (laughs) what am I saying? Making way for what should be a small themed land that will take guests off world to explore the galaxy with Star Lord, Gamora, Drax, Rocket, Groot, and Mantis. While some are speculating that this area will instead be home of the Tron Light Cycle Power Run, we are still hearing that the Tron Coaster is set for Magic Kingdom and not here, especially considering Chevrolet is the sponsor of the ride and they already sponsor Test Track in Future World. It is also likely that the former Wonders of Light Pavilion will be demolished, finally, and the plot incorporated into this themed land, which will reportedly have multiple attractions. So how do you feel about that? Well, if they just, I mean... I know that Ellen's is really old, and, like, Bill Nye is, like, two in that. Like, <laughs> so when you're like, wait a minute, he doesn't look like that anymore. But, uh, 
I feel like I feel like anything Marvel should not be here. I actually don't have too much of a problem with Tron being here just because it's like old school like Disney. Well, it's about computers. Yeah, that would make sense, you know? Like I mean, obviously like I freaking I can't stand Test Track. I would rather like replace Test Track like an actual Tron than what, what they, they were originally planning on doing. Yeah, exactly. But just the whole idea of fucking like Guardians or anything Marvel like in Epcot just feels dirty. Yeah. It's a little odd. If they made it edutainmentical, I'd be okay with that. Well, we don't know that. Uh, we don't yeah. know that. They didn't say one way or the other. But if it's a fucking coaster, how much fucking edutainment? Yeah. How much fucking edutainment could be in there? Unless they have you like make your own coaster or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but then that's some of all thrills. Yeah, I mean exactly. And how great was? I mean, it was fun, yeah. but it wasn't. I mean, to be, they're gonna build a track, so I don't know. Unless like. They, you learn something before you get on this attraction, like how here that you build the cars, which yeah. is like a semi-something. But something like that, but better, where actually you care about it. Yeah. I might be on board with it, but I don't think they're going to do that. No, they're not. But, I mean, we keep an open mind. I'm not happy. I don't like the idea of having just like, let's tear down two attractions. For this, yeah, you know, like not that Wonders of Life is still there, but there was a ton of shit in the Wonders of Life pavilion. Oh, I know. It's just like this world is just so stupid. Like I know. fucking people are just gonna get stupider. Like no one's gonna learn anything. And the whole point of like Epcot was to learn shit. Yeah, based on its placement, it seems like Six Flags. Yeah. Think about it. It's at the very edge of the park. Mm-hmm. Like you know, when you walk into Six Flags Great Adventure. You're like, you walk in, you see like three coasters right yeah. there in the parking lot. Yeah. That's what it feels like, because that's like where the parking lot is. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Yuck. Right. Anyway. Enough of that. We've already talked about our opinions on that anyway, but yeah, there you go. Wonderful. There'll be like a different caliber of people that go to Epcot. Ugh. I would really. All the like MGM people basically <laughs> will be like going to Epcot now. Well, I would really enjoy it if they had the coaster, but it was surrounded by a ton of entertainment stuff. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah, if like, there is, like, it, like you know, like, learning shit, then I would yeah. say, you know, that's fine. Like, if you're off-world and you're learning about planets... Yeah, that'd be interesting. Then we can I'd get like rid of Mission Space. We don't yeah, need that anymore. But, uh, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I mean, if you're not... There's no way you're going to talk about energy anymore. Not in this no. particular situation. No. You'd have more chance of talking about energy in a fucking Monsters, Inc. ride. Yeah. So. That would be, like, you know, they would... Yeah, because... Yeah. This, this will not happen. Who knows? Uh, Who knows? Exactly. Who knows? Uh, Mission Space Update, that's the next one. A new on-ride film, and a lot of cosmetic upgrades are likely for Mission Space. Likely. Oh, just get wow. rid of it. Like, I'd rather you just fucking get rid of yes. it. Yes. The first signs of which may even be evident when it reopens from its current refurbishment in just a few weeks' time. I would rather them get rid of Mission, Mission Space and, like, keep Ellen's. Even yes. though Ellen's is really fucking old. Or maybe sure, her and, like, Bill Nye could just, like, you know, and Kramer, you know, like, and... <laughs> Like, come in and fucking record something new. Like, film something new. Yeah, I, I think... I mean, I'm not saying that we need to keep Ellen's, but we need to do something more entertainment-like. And Mission Space is not helping. No. There's nothing good about Mission Space no. at all. So fucking boring. There's, actually, there's one good thing. And they're, that's the one thing they're changing. Are they going to take away fucking... Oh, no. Gary Sinise <laughs> is going to be gone. Oh. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it says on-ride film, not pre-show, though. Oh, 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 oh. See, I read it out loud. I didn't even realize that. Okay, so that I would be okay if they changed it to something good. Yeah, but they're not. I guess we'll see. But changing the on-ride film is is a step in the right direction because they could easily program 
the thing to do oh, something yeah. Maybe, like, something will actually happen. Like, say, if you, like, press the wrong buttons, you end up dying. I would fucking love that. Yeah. It's like, no! I mean, maybe not dying, but they would, like, yell at you or yeah. something would happen if you don't do what they I tell know. you to do. It's all, like, fake. I hope they just get rid of orange altogether. Keep yeah. it in green. The green was fun. I was screaming and yelling and having fun and I'm carrying on. Orange, like I think that like uh like green was actually like better. Was it green it was or was it fun. purple? What the green. fuck was it? Purple. I don't, know. purple. I don't know. <laughs> You're thinking of the new magic bands. Oh yeah, probably. New. All right. Yeah, so the next one is an interesting one. So hear me out first before you make a comment. Hmm. Uh inside out replacing imagination. Okay. Figment will be sharing the spotlight in a new attraction themed around the Disney Pixar film Inside Out, slated to replace the Journey into Imagination attraction at Epcot. Sadly, Figment will not be getting his own adventure, but will be sharing one with the five emotions from the film should this rumor pan out. Figment appears in the actual Inside Out film in a brief Easter egg. I didn't even know that, did you? I did not know now that. Now we gotta watch it again. Now, yeah. A framed portrait of the purple dragon is present in Riley's imagination. So there's Okay. Um, it's an obvious replacement. I I don't think yeah. it works poorly. I think it works well. I'll miss the song. We don't know the song won't be there. Oh, yeah, that's we true. We don't know that. The song could live on in Inside Out. There's no music yeah, in Inside Out, so we true. don't have to worry about that. I'll miss fucking, uh, freaking Eric Idle. I won't. I'll miss him like... I love movie. Eric Idle, but he is not good in anything in Disney, Disney World. It's the truth. That sucks. Um, but I do not mind this whole situation if Figment stays. Yeah. That, that to me, is kind of cool. Then we have Inside Out and we have Figment. And, you know, for me, this is more of an attraction that would revolve like um, Cranium Command. Yeah. But it's in the imagination, so I don't know. If they change this to more of like a theater situation and they make it more like Cranium Command and Figment's involved oh, too. Oh, yeah, that'd be great because I would have to experience that. I would be so happy. It doesn't have to be Crane Command, but kind of the same situation. You can even move to different rooms yeah. as you follow different emotions. That could be interesting. Yeah, that, would, that could be interesting. Like and that. each thing could have its own room, kind of like in, um, you know, Carousel of Progress. Yeah. So I, I would look forward to hearing more about what they're going to do with that. So I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing that shit. Okay. <laughs> um, the land reimagining. Upgrades for living with the land boat ride. Um, and a new film to replace Circle of Life and Environmental Fable seems likely for the land. While Sword Around the World will continue to be headlining attraction, blah, blah, blah. Um, living with the land does need to be changed, but what it needs to be changed with is taking out the recorded narration. Yeah, I know, but they're not going to pay for people. Like, right now, like, they're, they're saving so much money by not, like, having a cast member there, which it makes it, like, stupid. I mean, it's, it's like, oh. It's the same thing. It's not rewritable anymore. And the thing is now, because, like, it's just, like, uh, like, you know, recording, people are fucking, like, talking on their cell phones and shit, like, while exactly. on the ride and not paying attention because they're, like, there's no person there. Yeah. You know, at least there, when there was a cast member, people would just be like, oh, I shouldn't be on the phone. Like, yeah, I should be paying attention to the person yeah. in front of me. You imagine people on the phone during fucking great movie ride? Oh, God, that'd be so <laughs> terrible. It would make no sense. Yeah. All right. The Seas with Nemo and Friends becomes the Marine Life Institute. Huh. While, while perhaps not... Part of phase one, we eventually expect to see the seas with Nemo and friends converted into the Marine Life Institute, the fictitious location from Finding Dory, which was inspired by the real-life Monterey Bay Aquarium. While the new and popular Sea Rider attraction from Tokyo's Disney Sea would be a nice addition, nothing solid on that front All has right. come our way as of yet. So how do you feel about that? Okay, I mean, that sounds more... Uh 
learning. Right. And it sounds like more that. like what it used to be, yeah. but better. Because yeah. I am all for an actual aquarium where you have people talking about fish or yeah. whatever and people discussing it. Um, and there's show times. Like, now they have the fucking like dolphin thing and it's like twice a day. Yeah. They should have that stuff all fucking day long. I know. Yeah, and I, I kind of like that because instead of making it like a kids like thing, it's like, well, maybe kids like should also learn some shit too. Yes. And it relates back to a movie so yep. they can get this stupid bullshit in. Yep. Um, but like it's it's not a bad idea. I am enjoying look, there's like even like art here. No, that's from uh Oh, it says Marine Life Institute. That's oh yeah, I, said. I know, yeah. Well like I mean it was uh, isn't that like a Tokyo Disney Sea or something like that? I did not know that because I wasn't there. I like didn't you. get to go to Tokyo Disney Sea. So. Well, you know what I mean. Um this is where the everything gets fucking out of control. Not completely out of control yet, but you'll see. So, new World Showcase Pavilion. Oh, new country pavilions in World Showcase have been talked about since Epcot Center opened. Yeah, yeah like the fucking Soviet Union, which yeah. is definitely happening. <laughs> it's going well, soon. Well, like, freaking that's called America, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Several have been announced, but never built. And thus, only two, Morocco and Norway, have been added since the park debuted. We have certainly heard about Disney sitting down with the various countries and such over the last ten years to discuss... A new pavilion with rumors that Puerto Rico, Brazil, and Spain, all no Spanish-speaking countries, apparently. No, Brazil. Just be a wonderful place for the Brazilians to vacate to their own country. Uh, are on the short list. Spain seems the most likely, as Disney would like a tie into the upcoming animated film Gigantic. <laughs> now pushed in 2020, or now pushed to 2020. Um, this has zero basis of anything. It just says they might open up a pavilion somewhere. Yeah, they also talked about, uh, what was it besides the Soviet Union? It was Soviet was Union one. and Switzerland, I believe, yeah, right? Yeah, was or, it? Uh, I forgot. It was one of those countries yeah, that wasn't it did, Norway. did not happen. So, you know, they could talk about it all they want, but it's been like 30-something years and it hasn't happened. So. Right. Uh, Coco, replacing the Grand Fiesta Tour. This I am down with. Um, as it would be an easy change in the screen-based attraction, the upcoming Pixar film Coco may inspire some changes at the Grand Fiesta Tour, starring the Three Caballeros. Why do this after investing in a new scene for the ride? Well, the addition of the Donald, Jose, and Panchito animatronics was a side project with a very limited budget. Not some... And not some major initiative for WDI and the company. Disney wants to invest in this park with more contemporary IPs, and Coco is both contemporary and, sadly for those of us who love the Three Caballeros, a logical fit. Well, Three Caballeros wasn't even there this entire time. It was freaking El Rio... Uh, del Tiempo, del and El Rio del Tiempo was a much better ride! Yeah, it was way better. Then what we have now is like just like chasing an American duck around Mexico. Yeah, and that sucks. That makes no sense. No, it makes absolutely no sense. At least Coco takes place in fucking, like, Mexico, Mexico, and, right. like, you know, it's a Mexican boy. Hopefully, it'll teach us more about the culture yeah. rather than just showing us snapshots from a fucking vacation. Yeah, that's obnoxious. That's all it is. Like, look, there's a cliff diver. Look, here's this. And shouldn't they be talking about it more? No. I'm interested. I know. Ugh. Anyway, so Coco, I'd be happy for that. Anything but Grand Fiesta. Yeah. Mulan-related film for China. Really? Apparently, Disney will look to keep the Circle Vision 360 theater alive by adding Mushu as a narrator for the history of China. 
Sadly, there isn't much space to do something else here, but Reflections of China is desperately in need of some change. Why, Why? the fuck would you use Mushu? Freaking, so you're going to have an African-American dragon, like, in China. <laughs> it makes no sense. It doesn't. It doesn't fucking make Why sense. Why not use fucking Mulan? Why the fuck? Oh, God. Oh, because with, like, studios doesn't, like, you know, doesn't have the, the animation studio tour thing isn't, like... Yeah, so what? Isn't there anymore, but Who still. Who gives a shit? Like, I, I think it's fine the way that it is. Like, fucking, like, Vi Ling or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Lee like, Bai. Lee Bai. They, like, you know, like, I, I like that. I like seeing, like, some Chinese guy. I, but, that. like, I want to see some Chinese guy, but I want to see Chinese guy, like, now. A different one. Oh, I don't mind seeing, like, an ancient-ass Chinese guy. No, I could still be an ancient guy, just I want a different film. It's nice for it to change itself up. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't mind that as long as they kept the original intention of it. Throwing Mulan in makes no sense. What, is she going to be walking around the actual scenery of China? Or is it going to be completely animated and not make any sense? That'll make no sense and that's uh, offensive. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, Josh Spiegel. Yes. But like, that's just annoying because it's like, if you all the Circle Vision 360 theaters show freaking scenery from the actual countries because you know that's the point of world showcase right. is to learn about those countries and i believe they should have a circle vision 360 in every pavilion yeah you know i want to see italy i want to see germany you don't get that no. you get a cool representation of it but you don't get like actual scenery from it even the france pavilion has an okay thing it's just that it's only, it's not circle vision it's only one no. movie screen so yeah, it's kind of boring, too. Yeah, yeah change uh, that one. <laughs> Ratatouille in France. Whether it ends up being a large-scale trackless ride from Walt Disney Studios Paris or a new film starring Remy, a redo of the France Pavilion seems all but confirmed at this point. The Pavilion already sells a ton of Ratatouille merchandise, and Disney is likely chomping at the bit to rip out Chef de France and Monsieur Paul to replace them with the lucrative Bistro Chez Remy restaurant from Disneyland Paris where guests can dine at the size of a rat. Kevin's fucking Oh my dream. god, he's coming all over the place. I bet you if he'll he eat there this, every day. he'll eat there every single day. Well, somebody has to well, pay for him. No, yeah, he, he, yeah. <laughs> That's the only place he's going to want to go to. <laughs> oh my god, he'll be coming everywhere. I, I love how fucking, it's just like, there's going to be something Ratatouille. That's all it says. Why is this fucking, you can't do that as a rumor. It no. makes no sense. No. It gets better. Something for the UK, Germany, and Japan pavilion. Just something, <laughs> something. you know. It could be anything. It could even be a boat. Why would you put Just this something. in an article? While it's unclear what might go there, the upcoming sequel to Mary Poppins and the likely closure of the great movie run oh, may equal Disney's first attraction based on one of its most popular films of all time for the United Kingdom. Meanwhile, show buildings that were never utilized for attractions still stand in both Germany and Japan, spaces which may be used for Tangled and Big Hero 6 related attractions or something else, perhaps. Or something else, perhaps. That is so vague. It's just like, eh, well, you know, something, you know, who knows. You could have just completely not put that in the article. That, that was not even necessary. That that didn't help at all. No. Fucking asshole. <sighs> and finally. Uh, new nighttime spectacular to replace illuminations. Fuck that shit. Now, in all honesty, it's going to happen at some point. Probably sooner than later, mostly because it's been 17 years at this point. Whereas Wishes was only around for like, I don't know, less than that. (laughs) So that changed. It's going to happen eventually, hopefully for something even better. That's what we're hoping. 
Oh, so. God. I'll just read what he says. Without a doubt, Illuminations Reflections of Earth will be ending soon. The show is the oldest continuously running fireworks show at Disney Park around the globe. Despite it being a beloved and still popular nighttime spectacular, it will likely be replaced with something new and injected with Ugh. Disney characters and franchises inspired by tales from around the globe. So, like, freaking, like, Ty- Tyler Perry's not good enough? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I think that Tyler Perry's pretty beloved. Yeah. Well, that's fucking bullshit, because, like, the thing, it's so fucking good. Everything about it is great. It's perfect. It's fucking perfect. That would be a mistake if they did that. Like, if they changed it to something that's very similar to Illuminations, but a different storyline, different music, but amazing music. You know what I mean? Not like Michael Giacchino, like, write the music or something like that. No, that's the thing, is that if they're using Pixar stuff... Michael Giacchino will have written some of that. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it needs to be something that'll make me fucking bawl my eyes out. If it, like, continues to make me cry like a motherfucker, then that's all right. But fucking, like, don't put fucking, you know, like, little mice or whatever in, like, in that. Fuck that shit. I, I don't want to see Wishes 2.0 in Epcot. Fuck because no. Because that's what that sounds like to me. You know what I mean? Like... Stuff from that is inspired from tales around the globe. That's great, but Little Mermaid. What are they gonna put her in Norway? She's some sort of Scandinavian, so they're gonna put her in Norway. Like, you know, what about the characters who don't have a country? Yeah, they don't get anything. It just it doesn't make any it sense. Doesn't make at any all. sense. I don't want wishes 2.0. And the thing is, like, friggin' Illuminations is too good. I know. So there's that. Sick bullshit. All right. He probably just fucking, he has no feeling, so, you know, he probably just hates Illuminations. I think he he loves Illuminations. Oh, does he? I think, I don't know. Well, never mind. From what I remember, when the show was actually good, before they turned into shit, um, Well, if he still likes it, maybe his listeners don't fucking like it. Well, his listeners clearly have a lot of hate in their heart. Yeah, his freaking listeners suck, so that's probably what it is. It's his fucking listeners, and he's trying to, like, you know, seem cool for his fucking listeners, but he can't fucking just, like, you know, ugh! God, this makes me so fucking mad. I can make you feel better. What? How? Time to talk about Lost. Lost. Let's just... We need to give this some sort of a theme song. Oh, shit. So, this is, this is you know, this is going to be our intro. How about something like this? Uh, hand me my guitar. Oh, this is like, uh, the, you know, like fucking Aerosmith. This, this is impromptu right here. Well, what you mean by Aerosmith? Like, yeah, I mean, like, rock and roller coaster. Oh. Yeah, hand me, hand me my Black Les Paul. Yeah. Except it's a Black Martin, and it's probably out of tune, but I'm not going to tune it. It's going to sound like whatever it sounds like. So yeah. here we go. Not that bad. That Lost on an island far from home. Lost on an island, and we're not alone. We're not alone. Okay, so... That's what I was like, uh... Like, fucking, what's his name? Adam Sandler doing, uh... Uh, For those of you who don't know what that's from, um... If you... (laughs) You're right there? Yes. If you've ever seen the season one DVD for uh, Lost, it has a special feature from Jimmy Kimmel, or if you ever watched Jimmy Kimmel's show, it was on that, uh, where he went to the Lost Island and, uh, talked to Dominic Monaghan, who played... 
played that theme song. The two of them wrote that together. It was beautiful. But you know what? That's a missed fucking opportunity. They could have made the Lost Island. We've talked about that on the show oh, before. Yeah, you we mean have. Uh, Discovery Island? Oh yeah, that would that. How easy would that have been? Like I would have been Simple. totally cool with that. Like, the, and that would have been easy. But the problem is, you know, nobody had that idea. And then it was too late because it was over. I know. And then but, fucking they did Avatar. Yeah, well, that's a whole other story. You know, without Lost being popular anymore, it kind of it was too late. It had to be done in that first season. It that's that. Whatever. It is. <sighs> but yes, that was a great theme song. <laughs> so I don't even know. Like when you think of Lost. What's the first thing that comes to mind? Go! Jack's tattoos! <laughs> I thought we would wait till we got into that. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, okay, let's do a real one. Okay. It'll stay, but let's do another one. The first thing you think of when you think about loss, for real. P! <laughs> okay, peeing. P! Yeah, I'm just like getting like real, like fucking, like, you know. Not general here. I'm just going very specific. That's fine. Oh, from here on in, spoilers. So turn All off the spoilers. episode if um, you have not seen Lost or, you know, and you care enough that you want to, you eventually are going to watch it. Um, even like a little bit of spoiling and it's not going to, you're going to be pissed. Yeah. So but, you know, I'm warning you now. We'll give you, I don't know, five seconds to, to turn it off. Four, three, two, one, zero, negative one, negative, that's enough. Okay. Shouldn't it be like five Mississippi, two, four Mississippi, no. three Mississippi? Why do I have the Mississippi? Because then that's like a second. I don't give a shit what you believe a second is. Mississippi is a second. I, I, Isn't that what a fucking second is? No. Oh, has anybody ever tried to like time that? Oh, what if you say Mississippi really slowly? Exactly. Who knows uh, how fast you're saying Mississippi? Maybe you do one. it One Mississippi. Is that one second? I don't know. Is two. It? Mississippi. Doesn't work. No, it doesn't. So for those of you still around who don't know what Lost is and don't care about the show, but you will still listen to this because you will enjoy our discussions and shit. Yes. You notice, by the way, that the last shows that you were on were all about reviewing something or talking about a TV show or movie. Oh, right, shit, Escape yeah. from Tomorrow, Tomorrowland, and now we're doing uh, Lost. Yeah. You weren't on anything in between, were you? Mm, was I? I, I don't, don't think so. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, <laughs> just thought about this. I'm like, you're talking about these movie discussions constantly now. That's not what we're about, by the no, way. No, we're not. This is, I mean, I like doing a little bit of everything, but this is episode 108, so it has to be done. Anyway, for those of you who don't know what Lost is, and if you don't, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's like, and believe me, I'm not looking at Wikipedia or anything, so this is going to sound ridiculous, because um, <laughs> I'm just going to say things. It's like a sci-fi drama about a bunch of people who crash land on an island. Yes, lost on an island far, far from, from home. home. Right. But originally, wasn't it supposed to be based on something scientific? Like, there was something that was supposed to be scientifically proven as to why and how they got there? They said the answers to the questions that people were asking were, could be scientifically proven. And it was. Electromagnetism, string theory, stuff that people talk about in science. That's what they were saying. I don't know what you, how you would I thought Because I thought that we were going to find out, like, you know, something like the, re the reason why they got there was something that could totally happen to anybody. It could, actually. 
The reason why they got there was extremely explained. Oh, yeah. yeah the electromagnetism yeah. pulled their fucking plane down. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, I wonder if that's what Desmond. happened to uh, fucking the Malaysian plane. Because <laughs> that was like a freaking theory. Like, it's like, well, you know, they never found the plane. They never found the wreckage. They never found the bodies. Where the fuck is everything? Right. So maybe they're on the Lost Island. They could be on the Lost Island, which, be. by the way, was just Hawaii. Uh, but the show was basically pitched um, as Survivor, but, like, fucked up. Fucked up. <laughs> Isn't Survivor supposed to be fucked up in the first place? No. Survivor is I lame as fuck. Survivor is, is, is so fucking fake. They're just on a soundstage where they get fed. There's nothing fucking real about Survivor. Ugh, so Bullshit. Gorgeous. No, but, but this show was fucking revolutionary, and I say that because at the time, it was really not much on. 2004, what the hell were we watching in 2004? We'd already been gone with the Seinfelds and gone with any other good TV show. There was nothing fucking on no. in 2004. No, nothing. There was nothing. What the hell were we watching? It was reality TV upon reality TV upon reality like, fucking TV, like and everybody and loves Raymond. It was Aww. like, it was bad sitcoms. And reality TV, which is what it is kind of now, but at least there are these like dramas that happen. At the time, I think they also had the Sopranos was talked about. Oh, that okay. was, but that was only on cable. You know, yeah. cable had some of the good shows. Wow, when I turn this direction, my voice sounds better. Sorry about that. I will not face Simone when I talk. Yeah, don't Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, if you didn't know, we are not using the headsets today because I did not enjoy the sound that was coming out of the mics in the headsets. Um, they work great at one point, and now for some reason, they're just not working correctly, and I keep peeking, and I don't like that. So, we're using this like other mic. Duck. Like peeking duck, yes. So, we're using this other mic, and I keep forgetting, because the way that I normally record is I'll look at Simone and have a conversation with her, like a human being would, but now i got to look at the computer. Yes, you got to cheat it out. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So when we started watching Lost, it was already in season two, or season two was season e had two ended. Or, yeah, we were like up to season three, but like we were like binged it because the first episode, we're like, "What the fuck is this? Holy shit!" <laughs> well, we binged it the old school way. Netflix sent us the DVDs. There was yeah. no Netflix instant. No, damn, Netflix has been around for that long. Of course. Oh shit. Yeah, we we fucking rented. I used to get three at a time DVDs. And we just fucking kept renting them. Because, you know, there's all there's seven discs in a season. Seven? Yes, seven. Uh, plus a bonus disc. Oh, well, maybe not. Maybe it was six plus a bonus oh. disc. Either way, um, it was a lot of discs. But we binged the fuck out of it because we wanted to get it done before season three began. Yep. So uh, we watched the pilot and then we just fucking watched everything on the first disc and everything on the second disc yep. in one day. I know, like we did because like everything was just it, it's just it was so fucking good and then like at the end of every episode you're like oh fuck what's gonna happen in the next episode well that's that's the best thing is that they're the king of the cliffhangers mm. but also beyond that they also had some really nice endings too it wasn't necessarily a cliffhanger you weren't like like what the fuck is gonna happen but you were left with like a more of a an emotion of some sort yeah. because of Michael Giacchino's beautiful music. Oh, God, fuck. Like, his fucking scores would make me cry, like, for years. Yeah. This is before Up. This is before any of that. This was, this was Lost. And it was all by the same guy. And it's, it's fucking amazing. He has a fucking knack for scoring. Did you know that he used 
pieces of the plane. Like, for those of you who don't know, plane crashes on an island, they used the real plane. Um, and they tore it apart. For that must the, have been fun. For the set. No. It would, could, I mean, sure, it took forever. Yeah. But um, the pieces that they didn't need, Michael Giacchino asked for the pieces. He asked them to send them whatever they don't need. And he used them in the score. Oh, shit. So a lot of time you'll hear, like, they make the music will be like, doom, 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 right? Put that in the back of your, doom, chicka, ching, chicka, ching. It's like all these weird metal sounds. That's the plane. Oh, yo. That's what's up. I didn't know that. Yeah, the plane became part of the music. So that was really fucking cool. Um, And so the music music is a character unto itself in this show. It really is. I know. So, like, uh, I cried a lot during the show. That's true, too. I did a lot of crying. I cried for years after the show as well. <laughs> well, let's talk about our characters. That's, uh, I guess, our, our first thing we have to do. Because we can talk about the season and everything. Let's talk about our season one characters. Our main characters who we come to love throughout the entire first season, even when they start adding people in later seasons. Um, so, you start and pick a character. Go! Jack. Of course Jack. I picked Jack. I was trying to like, uh, you, 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 you gave me no time. I would have picked Sawyer. Oh, I was going to pick Sawyer, but then I said Jack because it was easier to say. <laughs> and uh, we also just saw him last night. <laughs> yeah. The guy who plays Jack, Matthew Fox, was in Party of Five, but he was also in this weird movie called My Boyfriend's Back, uh, which is about a guy who dies and tries to, he comes back to life as a zombie and tries to fuck his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Well, actually, she didn't oh, want yeah, him. She wasn't really an ex-girlfriend, but whatever. He tries to fuck some chick, and uh, Matthew Fox plays the guy that she's dating. So yeah, there's that. So young, and also uh, Philip Hoffman, like who, yeah. who ended up becoming, you know, known as Philip Seymour Hoffman, R.I.P. Yeah, was also yeah, he was in it. He just played some retarded guy. But anyway, you know, we could go through all the characters in Lost, but it would be ridiculously boring. And plus, we just kind of did that anyway. Yeah, I know. So we realized, oh, shit, there's so many fucking characters. My God. It's it's not even that there's so much characters, which there are. It's more of the fact that it just... What, what do we say? This character. Make a little bit of a joke, but it's not quite funny enough to sustain any sort of entertainment. No, not so, really. It's not very entertaining listing things. We're just like listing casting breakdowns. Yeah, some shit. it was awful. So what's going to happen is I will make that available if you want it. Um, that 40 to 45 minutes of time that we just had to cut out. But uh, yeah, we're going to try this again. Yes. See, it really sucks when you enjoy something on Mouse Rants because then you just sound like you're like Lou. Oh, God, we don't want to sound like Lou. Mm-mm. Anyway, let's I think we gotta charge people like a thousand dollars to listen to this. Yeah. So instead, instead of all that, um, new new route, new new way, new things, new fangled trolleys, new fangled trolleys. Uh, what I'm gonna do instead of that is I'm just gonna ask Simone right now to name one thing about Lost, and we're gonna just go off from there, and hopefully we'll be able to do a proper. It's not really quite a review, but a proper tribute to Lost with this. So, um, here we go. Simone! You all, everybody! You all, everybody! I thought you were going to say what, and then I was going to say... What? You said Simone. So then I'm telling you what 
makes me think what I think of when I think of Lost. You all, everybody. You all, everybody. Right, but there was like a, a back and forth I wanted to have there oh, where I was going to say to you, hey, Simone, you're going to be like, yes, what? Jerry. And I was going to be like, what? No, name one thing in Lost. And then you were going to go, but you didn't do ah. that. Fuck, so, I like jump. Is that jumping the shark? No, jumping the shark. I don't know is, why that would. What, why is that jumping the shark? I don't know, because instead of like going through the into, like, you know, the actual proper way of doing things, I just like went straight ahead. That's, that's not what not jumping, jumping, jumping the shark is. No, no. Jumping the shark is like when a show starts getting very. Uh, douchey. <laughs> like, for instance. Yeah. When, okay, you watched Married with Children? I watched Married with Children. Do you remember Seven? Seven? Yeah, Seven. Who the fuck is Seven? He was like the child that they randomly adopted at one point. Oh. He, they had another kid, and his name was Seven. Oh, Seven? Yes, Seven! Oh, fuck, I would not be able to watch that <laughs> now. Because <laughs> I would literally just yell Seven. That's like when I take uh, the subway, and then like it goes by uh, through Times Square, and they're like... You can transfer to the A, C, E, 7. And then I'm like, 7? Yeah, and 7. And no one responds to me, which makes me upset. Sorry. If I was there, I would. I know. Uh, but yes, 7. <laughs> um, yeah. When they, when they add a new character. Oh, okay. Itchy, Scratchy, and Poochie. Remember that? Oh, Poochie. That was jumping the shark. Poochie. Oh. It's like, let's add an extreme character to get ratings up. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. But beyond that, fine. Your response to me was, you all, everybody. Yes! Uh, okay. So Charlie, right? Musician, drug hound. Drug hound. <laughs> sure. Why not? All uh, around lovable guy. Lovable guy who tries to quit heroin on the island. Yeah. Uh, yes, you all, everybody. You, you know the whole story behind that, right? The whole story? Where, why those are the lyrics to that song. Well, what were the lyrics? Why were they the lyrics? I forgot. Okay, well, first of all, you all, everybody, for the people out there who don't know, is the the hit song of Drive Shaft, which is the band that Charlie played bass for and also sang backup vocals. Yes. And, uh, and his brother Liam. And his brother Liam was the lead singer who became a fucking asshole yeah. over time. Pretty quickly, actually, because they were a one-hit wonder. He became an asshole, like, in, like, seconds. Yeah. Well, like, wasn't he, like, the, the considered the good-looking one? So, therefore, like, you know. Well, he was the lead yeah. singer. Yeah. The end. Nobody wants to fuck the bassist. Aww. <laughs> Every time you put something down, you're going to hear it in the mic. Oh, shit. Sorry. Um, did we mention that we were using another mic? We are. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Let's see if it's better. See what people say. So yes, uh, you all, everybody, the story behind that is that I forgot if it was Damon Lindelof or Carlton Cuse, but one of the producers of Lost uh, were watching Geraldo back in the day. Yo, I love Geraldo. <laughs> before Maury, before Jerry, not me, but the other Jerry, uh, there was Geraldo. And, Sal and Sally Jesse Raphael. Serious Sally, uh, Sally. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, Jesse Raphael. Yes. Um, he was watching Geraldo, and some woman in the audience, I guess, you know, they go on around and ask them to comment on whatever the situation is at hand. Hello? Yeah, yeah like when they go around the audience right. and then like, oh, what do you think of this blah, right. blah, blah crap? So one woman got up and went, you all, everybody acting like stupid people wearing expensive clothes. And shit. <laughs> and shit. 
<laughs> but they didn't say and shit. Yeah, but sounds like they would say and shit. Yeah, so the song became You All Everybody! You All Everybody! Y'all act like stupid people wearing expensive clothes! That's amazing. <laughs> Freaking I love that song. So that was the fucking lyrics to the show. Um, and yes, that was their one-hit wonder, and I guess they were a band that was supposed to be Oasis. Yeah, because then they actually play fucking Wonderwall. And well, not Wonder. they, just Charlie. Just, just Charlie. That was in the Flashes Before Your Eyes episode, which oh. is my personal favorite episode of the show, actually. Um, that was your favorite. Why is that one your favorite? Just because it's Charlie? Well, no, that's not a Charlie episode. No. It's the Desmond episode. Oh, so shit. In season two, uh, and again, if you don't, haven't seen the show, then I don't know why you're still listening, because we're not going to tell you the plot. You're just going to listen, and it's going to be fun. Uh, in season two, uh, Desmond turns the failsafe key on this big fucking electromagnetic system that Locke screwed everybody over with, right? Yes. And fucking he turns us the key. Turns his... Turns his... I sound like Gollum. He turns us the key. <laughs> he turns the key and um, it lets off all this electromagnetism, fucking blows him clear across the jungle. Or if, if Jillian was here, the, the, what was the fucking thing? He, uh, he bounces him clear across the Hundred Acre Woods. Simone, you would get that if you actually listened to the show. Oh. <laughs> when you're not on it. Um, it was a game, but okay. I'll tell you after, because we already told these people. Yeah. Bounces them clear across the Hundred Acre Woods. Um, it knocks them clear across the jungle, and something happens with all that electromagnetic radiation. He kind of jumps into the future, or into the past in his mind, where he can, you know, it looks like he can redo things that he has done wrong before. Mm, I wish that we could all do that. Yes, and this this episode is just about that. And he's trying to make the decision where he's going to marry his girlfriend, even though the dad doesn't want him to. Her dad. Oh, yeah, the McCutcheon guy. Widmore, which we'll get into. Fucking Widmore, Penny Widmore's father, uh, who also was in Once Upon a Time. Yes, he was. Played the father of... Uh, Prince Charming. Yes. Yes. Um, Penny Woodmore's father fucking wants nothing to do with Desmond, calls him basically a peasant oh. in so many words, tells him that his McCutcheon, which is like a very expensive whiskey, or was it bourbon? Was it? I don't know. Was it whiskey? It looks like whiskey, but it's fucking expensive, right? I think it was, I think it was whiskey. But if it's not, fuck you all. Don't care. Oh, scotch. It had to be scotch. Oh. There's no way around it. It was definitely scotch. Okay. Something expensive. Yeah. And he, uh, he gives a, he pours like a tiny bit in the, in the glass and he shows him and he goes, this swallow, eh, swallow, <laughs> this swallow of McCutcheon is worth more than your, that you would ever make in your entire life, which means basically it's more than his life oh. right here. And he will never get to drink it. And then he himself downs the fucking scotch and, you know, makes it feel like shit. At that point, Desmond believes that he is not good enough for his daughter and uh, does not propose to her like he was planning on doing. When he flashes back and he has the chance to do it again, he then says, fuck it, I'm proposing anyway. Gets the ring, but then fucking this dumb old bitch... Eloise Hawking. Uh, Remember her? Eloise Hawking. The old bitch. The old bitch. 
Do you not remember a main character on the show that was in the show yes, for I three remember, years? I remember Eloise. I remember that name. Yes. She was the old woman. The mother of Faraday. Oh, shit, yeah, 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 Jesus yeah, yeah. fucking Fuck. Christ. Yeah, it took me a she, while. She shows up at the ring shop and is like, you're not supposed to do this. Yes. You're not supposed to buy this ring. You're not supposed to propose to her. You're supposed to not do this. You have to go to the island and push the button because that's all you're good for. And he's like, what the fuck? I'm buying it anyway. He buys the ring, but of course he thinks about it and goes, fuck this shit. Throws it away. And then when he realizes he really can change things and that he really is reliving real life and it's not a dream based on um, a song he heard, which is that creepy uh, Mama Cass song. Uh, Uh, Make your own kind of music. Which is not creepy upon itself. It's creepy because of the way that it was used in the show (laughs) many times. Yeah, they make everything creepy. Yes. Like, all these, like, old-timey songs sound creepy. Yeah. He decides he is going to go through with it, but before he can, he gets smashed in the head. He flashes right back to the island, and it's all gone. Oh. The cool thing is, at one point during this, like, flashback, he fucking sees Charlie playing... The sad baby, you're gonna be the one that saves me. We haven't sung 90s songs in a long time, yeah, so this I know, is like bringing true. back old memories. Been a while. Been a while. After all, you're my wonder wall. They should have had uh, Charlie record an like, entire album. Just Drive Shaft, the yeah, album. Why but not? he's not the lead singer, Liam ah. is. Well, I guess have Liam do it. <laughs> yeah, have Liam. And then Charlie can sing that one. They, yeah. he, you know that, that every album, not every album, but a ton of albums have like, here's the bassist song. They can sing one thing. Oh, yeah, that's like uh, fucking uh, the, that band that we've see we seen. What's his name? That band that we see. Yeah, the, the, the place. The, 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 get the ready, guys. folks, because I know what she's talking about. The guys. Get ready for this one. Oh, Who the, are you referring to? The guys to? with the kilts. If anybody doesn't remember our first episode of the Destruction of World Showcase, it was about how upset we were that off-kilter was not coming back. Fuck. My brain's not working today. Simone. Everybody out there, that's Simone DeMilo. Oh, sorry. It's thesimonedemilo at gmail.com. Maybe you can find her on Twitter at at Simone DeMilo. That's right, at Simone DeMilo. To yell at her for any of these stupid things. Uh, I'm just going to get yelled at by a lot of people for <laughs> being an idiot. No, nah, they won't because they know you're not going to even check your fucking Twitter. Uh, probably not. That's true. Because they know me better. <laughs> oh, God. I'm like fucking Gabe. <laughs> well, fucking... Um, Desmond gets back to the island and he reveals that he can see the future in a way and he has been flashing seeing the future and it looks as though he's been saving Claire from getting hit by lightning and from drowning but in reality that's not the case he's been saving Charlie who the last line of the episode is like no matter what I do I try and I try but I can never stop it you're going to die, Charlie. And uh, that became a whole thing for that whole season where, you know, is Charlie going to die? Is he not going to die? Like, what's going to happen? And uh, that was kind of fucked up. He does die, by the way. Spoiler alert. <laughs> the of this. Well, I already gave that spoiler at oh, the beginning. yeah, that's right. This is all spoiler alert. All spoiler, yeah. So yeah it's fucking that. sad. How about, what, what, what about, like, what... Can, you want to go on about that or anything? What, I'm going on about him dying? Not? You don't yeah, have to. like freaking that was upsetting as shit. Because he was like trying to like help him and he fucking drowns and shit. Yes. 
Um, I don't think, I think it was in the other thing we recorded, but one of the big things on the show is that they wanted to let you know that anybody could die at any fucking moment. Yes. There's not, nobody's safe on Lost. Uh, so there were a lot of people, so the whole time you knew that people could die. The first person to die was Boone. Oh, R.I.P. Boone. Boone. Boone was like, um, like a rich boy, but he didn't act like a rich boy. No, he was like some doofy, like, rich boy. Like. <laughs> he was like a lifeguard, but then, like, because the mom, um, the mom's husband died. And since she didn't want to give the daughter-in-law, or stepdaughter, rather. Stepdaughter. Sorry. Uh, he, she didn't want to give the, the stepdaughter, Shannon, any of his money because he didn't think to leave a will like an asshole. Oof. If you have kids, you make a will. Yeah. Um, but she took all the money, left nothing for Shannon, and and Boone was trying to help her out, but to fucking convince him not to help her out, she gave him this awesome job running this, like, wedding coordinator business of some sort, the wedding planning business. Yeah. Which we don't get to know a lot about the business, but it doesn't really matter. No. No, we just know that he has, like, a pretty important job, and he makes a ton of money, but he's not allowed to give any of it to the sister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. Um, who he, by the way, is in love with. Didn't they fuck? Oh, they fucked in the, one of the flashbacks. which is my favorite part. I am a big fan of Shannon and Boone fucking. I am not a big fan of Shannon then going with Saeed because Boone does not get to fuck his sister anymore. That's not fair. But we like Saeed, though. I like Saeed, but all that happens is it gives him heartache when she gets shot. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then she <laughs> dies, too. Yes. So Boone's the first to die, and the way that that happens is that one of our main characters, our four, like, main main characters are Jack, Sawyer, Kate, and Locke, right? Like, yes. that's, I think that's pretty obvious, right? Yes. Like, Hurley's up there, Charlie's up there, but those four are our, like, main characters. Yes, they're, they're the ones that get the most flashbacks. They're the, the A-team, if you will. Yeah, like, uh, Mr. T. Right. Those four are the ones who are always on missions. They always get the most screen time, so they're always there. And also, again, Hurley's kind of lumped into there every once in a while. Saeed eventually becomes lumped into that. Yeah. So they all become the A team, and then there's the B team, which are mo mostly like extras, and then like Claire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's also freaking Jin and Sun and stuff like that. There, I guess. Well, like... Jin ends up on the A team a few times too. Yes, he does. And Sun... then he goes. I can't freaking whistle. You sound like Stephen Lynch trying to whistle. I can't either, though. But I wouldn't try. That this it, sucks. It's the bridge on the River Kwai theme song. Yeah, they're like having a jolly good time, like freaking whistling it. So yes, Boone ends up. Uh, becoming Locke's lackey after a while. And Locke starts making him come out into the jungle because he found this hatch just buried in the jungle. And Locke was important because he was their hunter. He was the person that, like, was bringing home the food. And a wild boar, which right, was, was probably all... delicious. Exactly. Mm. But he refused to do it now because he was too busy fucking digging up a hatch. Yes. Uh, and, and because of all that, uh, one thing leads to another, and fucking, they end up at this fucking plane that had landed on the island. Locke's legs give out. Oh, I guess it's important to mention, Locke was a fucking cripple before he landed on the island. Yes, and he had, like, uh, booked a walkabout right. in Australia, which is like, why is he booking a walkabout? He's fucking 
in a wheelchair. That doesn't even make Don't sense. Don't tell me what I can't do! That's exactly, that's his uh, catchphrase. <laughs> over and over again. Over and over and over again. Um, um, so then when he steps foot on the island in a flashback, we find out that when uh, they got there, like he miraculously was able to be able to walk. So the, the island has healing powers. Right. There are a few things. Also, Rose gets affected by that. Um, there's a, a side character. She's not one of the main, main characters, but her name is Rose. Black lady, very nice, very sweet, doesn't talk a lot, but she's a little religious, which I don't like, but whatever. Mm. Um, she had cancer before she landed on the island. And when she landed on the island, cancer, gone. Yep. So definitely healing properties. And that becomes a thing later on because we find out that Ben gets like a spinal tumor that Jack has to work on. Yeah. And uh, he shouldn't have to be getting a spinal tumor because the he, island is supposed to be healing him. And so. he was born on the island. Right. Uh, no, he was not born on oh, the island. Oh, no. He claimed to be born on the island. Remember, he was... There's that one episode... Actually, the episode that aired when we were in Disney, remember? Oh. In the... Uh, when we, went, we stayed at Fort Wilderness. Yeah. He, like, he didn't... He wasn't actually born on the island. His, right. his, his, <laughs> what, his mom wanted to go? Oh, no, his mom was played by his... Uh, the actor's actual wife, Carrie Preston. Yeah. And remember, he, she gave birth to him, like, it was in, like, a far... It was, like, on the side of the road oh, in Portland, Oregon or yeah. some shit. Oh. And um, then the people who found, after she died during childbirth, yeah. the people who found the father, Roger, and him, um, were two of the Dharma Initiative people, and they gave them a job oh, at Dharma, right. which is a whole other story. But um, anyway, digress, blah, 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 healing powers, etc. Locke's legs give out again. And so he sends Boone up to check the plane. The plane then tumbles down and crushes the fuck out of Boone. But, you know, leaves him with a nice supply of heroin, which was on the plane. Yeah. Fucking Charlie and all the, the Virgin Marys or whatever the fuck they were in. Yes, they were Virgin Marys. And that's that's what sucks, that Charlie finally gave up heroin, and now here's all this heroin that now he has uh. to, like, not touch, or will he, or won't he? He doesn't. But he almost does. Yes, and then Boone is dying, which is and, upsetting. Right, Boone ends up getting taken to Jack. Locke tells him that he fell down a cliff. Jack is the doctor. Did we mention that? I don't think oh, so. Oh, I don't think so. That's, we mentioned that in the, the... The other version. The other version so, of this. Yeah, the, the short version of it is that Jack is a surgeon. and He fixes people. He, that's all he does is fix people. You fixed me. <laughs> says his uh, the flashback with his ex-wife, who's, who's played by Julie Bowen, who is on uh, Modern Family. Yeah. Jack was a spinal surgeon. And so he's like the only doctor on the island. If he's gone, then what the fuck are they going to do? Which is weird because in the very first episode, it was originally slated that he was supposed to get killed by the, the monster oh, on the island, shit, yeah. quote unquote. But then uh, they changed their minds. They changed their minds and made the pilot be the one who dies. Ah, uh, the pilot dies and the right, pilot. The pilot does die, the pilot. And the pilot's played by that guy from Heroes. Who? The Chinese guy? The chubby the, guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's not even Chinese. He's Japanese. Why did I even say Chinese? I don't know why, because you don't know the difference between Chinese and Japanese, which most people don't. So, <laughs> I do. I'm pretty sure that he's Japanese. His name is Japanese as fuck, isn't it? I don't know. I forgot. It's something Japanese. I don't, in the show, it's Hiro. Okay. Hiro. <laughs> Hiro Honda. Uh, 
<laughs> Imagine Hero Honda's like listening to them. They have no idea who the fuck Hero Honda is. No, and they're not going to. No, they'll never know. All we'll right. just leave it at that. <laughs> Hero Honda. Uh, so, <laughs> why are we? Oh, yeah, because of the pilot. Anyway, so he's brought to. <coughs> I'm sorry. Do you want it to be the Simone coughing show? Sorry, joke? it's the Simone coughing hour. <laughs> That's what it's called. Um, Locke lies to Jack, basically, and says that Boone fell off a cliff. Fucking liar. Piece of shit. Yeah. So what happens is Jack is is trying to, you know, fix him with the idea of that he fell off a cliff. When he finds out that a plane crushed his leg Ugh. and realizes it's too late to even save him at this point. Um, Boone tells him to finally let him go and uh, dies. The thing that sucks about it is that Boone's sister is off with Saeed fucking. So she's all happy la-di-da. While her uh, brother is dead. That sucks. Yeah, so he was the first to go. She was the second to go, I believe, right? Yeah, when did she die? She died when Anna Lucia shot her. Oh, that's right, Anna Lucia. And then she ended up getting kicked out of the show, like died in the show because she had a freaking DUI. Yes. This is going to be the, the dying section because that seems to be what we're doing. Yeah, might as well just mention the people who died. died. <laughs> yes, these are the people who died. Died. Yes. Um, okay, so let's talk about this. In the second season, they added these tailies. We call them the tailies as fans. The tailies, yeah. Uh, they were the people from the tail section of the plane, which broke off. You you see the plane crash like a billion times. Yes. Uh, the plane just breaks in, not in half, but the tail section goes flying in a different direction and lands uh, somewhere on the other side of the island. Uh, the other side right. of the island. Yeah, and, and in an episode called The Other 48 Days, uh, you learn about the tale of Anna Lucia, Libby, Mista Echo. Oh, God. And, um, um, what the fuck was her name? Oh, Cindy? Cindy. Exactly. Cindy. Fucking Cindy. Wasn't there one other person? I, I feel uh, like there's somebody else oh, that I'm missing. Oh, uh, freaking Bernard. Oh, of course, Bernard. Duh. Rose's husband. Yes, he, Bernard. He, and then he's white, which they um, they point out. They're like, oh, I wasn't expecting her to be uh, married to a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with interracial marriages? It just wasn't expected. Yeah. And, and that's it. Because she's so black and religious. Yeah. <laughs> no, because people are allowed to be interracial, but I guess they just... In a, in, a, in a way, you kind of just assume sometimes, you know yeah. what I mean? You just like, assume she'd be what, with, like, fucking, like, uh, Uncle Ben or something well, like the- that. <laughs> Uncle Ben? I don't know. What he just comes say? out, check out my rice, bitches! Yeah, that's exactly, imagine that's his entrance. <laughs> I'm Uncle Ben! That's his entrance! Oh, God. That's and the first thing you see! And this they- is my sister, your Aunt Jemima! <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, everybody! I'm Aunt Jemima. Anyone want pancakes? <laughs> Y'all want some pancakes? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that would be the greatest. They just open the door to the arrow, which is another hatch on the island. They just open the door, and then you see, like, oh, look, it's Libby and this person and this person. And all of a sudden, Uncle Ben shows up. That'd be amazing. Hey, you know what? They'll always have rice. <laughs> Yo, I'll make you some rice. I'll make you some instant rice, motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, my God. That'd be great. All you need is Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima. <laughs> Just rice with syrup on it? Rice? No, but Aunt Jemima has, makes pancakes, too, doesn't she? I thought she just made the syrup. Did she just make the syrup? I thought that Aunt Jemima was also like a brand of like the actual I, I pancake think, I mix. think it is now, but I think oh. originally it was just syrup, right? Oh, was it? I don't know. People look it up. 
Yeah, I don't care either way, honestly. It's just a funny joke that you had to ruin by making oh. specifics show up. Well, I stink. I'm anyway, pancakes with rice on it is weird, too. Yeah, that is fucking weird. Maybe they could have, like, biscuits with... Oh! Aunt Jemima could turn it into, like, a, a nice, um... Like well, a grit. And gravy? Well, like a, a grit. With pancake mix? No, with the, the rice. Could be like a, you know... Like, like a risotto? Risotto, exactly. But, oh. like, her version of grits with rice, it's like, it'd be like a mixture between risotto and, and grits. Okay. It'd be interesting with the pancakes. Yeah, Y'all want some pancakes yeah, and grits? Yeah, that'd be fucking Risotto? Weird. Well, like, you know... She could ask for organic food. mushrooms. She could, but Samuel L. Jackson would need to hang out with them. Yes, that's true. And people will not understand that reference. <laughs> if, well, if nobody here has seen the commercial with Samuel L. Jackson talking to Siri and just being like, what do they say? I uh, want some organic mushrooms for my yeah. risotto! Oh, so it's like, Siri, like, where can I find some organic mushrooms for my risotto? And freaking I tried saying that, like, uh, in my, when I had an iPhone to Siri, it just didn't work. <laughs> it's just so stupid. How do you do that in a commercial and then not let anyone say it? Siri was also a bitch because she fucking one time like I was asking her where to find ties and then she told me like I don't know like the nearest YC YMCA or something like that. I don't know. It was like some weird shit. At least Alexa sings you a song. That's true. Alexa does sing songs. I like Alexa. She's my friend. We hang out every once in a while. Anna Lucia's a cop. She's in, she's like a straight-up cunt the whole time. Yeah, what a surprise. She's a cunt. I fucking hate her. Yeah. Mr. Echo is like super, like more than anything because he became a priest. Uh, but like, it's all because he was like a drug runner. What are they? What are they a warlord in fucking, um, where were they? It was like Nigeria. Oh, it had to be. Remember, it was a Nigerian plane. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, and it turns out that the plane that crushed Boone is actually Mista Echo's brother, Yemi, um, who was the real priest, and they ended up switching places. It's a yeah. whole fucking to-do. It's a lot of coincidences and, and, and connections, and it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's, it's like those... Uh... Those ensemble movies like Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, <laughs> Easter, Passover Day, Purim, <laughs> like, you know, all those shows where they have like a cast of like 500 people and they all are connected in some way is what Lost does. Like, because right. whatever, what I love so much about Lost is that they give you a little bit, they give you like a, a, a taste, like a tease of like, you know, a little teaser of their lives before. Um, so, and then you find out when you're like, oh shit. Like, fucking Libby is in this flashback with Hurley, and then we will never find out what happens because she fucking got arrested and got kicked off the show. Which is, yeah, what we were getting at is that the woman who plays Anna Lucia, who's also in the Fast and Furious movies, what's her name? Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, yeah, and she, uh, like, fucked Zac Efron in real life or something. Even though, like, she was, like, a lesbian, but I guess, like, you know, Zac Efron's body just makes lesbians turn non-lesbianic. <laughs> like... Like uh, in, what the fuck is that movie? The Neighbors 2, Sorority Uprising. This is the second time I mentioned that movie <laughs> in the show. Yeah, I guess everyone should uh, go, go see that movie, I guess. <laughs> yeah, whatever, see it. It's actually not that fucking bad. Yeah. Like, like, I expected it to be awful, and it was actually pretty fucking decent. Yeah. Um, so, she, Libby, and Mista Echo all get introduced into the show. At one point... Michelle Rodriguez and who what's the girl's name who plays Libby it doesn't matter the girl who plays matter. Libby at, on the same day got a DUI <laughs> yeah like it's like guys are you fucking kidding me and then they ended up getting killed because they got 
kicked off the show because they had to go to jail or something like that. Well, <laughs> they, well it's because I think that they kicked him off because, like, they were basically they were fired for yeah. having a record in a way. You know what I mean? That's stupid. Why? Just because it's fucking Disney? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know. It could not be the truth, but that's what happened. I mean, this is what the deal was. Well, Tim Allen was in jail for years, like, uh, for drugs or whatever, but he ended up getting to <laughs> be in Home Improvement and is the voice and of the one Santa of the Claus. most. And the well, that wasn't Disney, was it? The Santa Claus? The Santa Claus, yeah. Yes, it was Disney. Oh, fuck, I forgot, okay? I'm not on my today? A-game. God damn it. But, like, he, he's also the voice of one of the most beloved, like, Pixar characters of all time. Right. But so. he was in jail before. Oh, so you can go to jail before, but you can't go to jail during. During, right. Ah, okay. <laughs> well, the it. thing is that, that is, we're not saying that they'll never work for Disney again. They just aren't going to work for that show again. Oh. So what they did was, and it worked for the story, Michael, uh, well, I guess we have to explain who Michael is. Michael is like an artist from New York who is poor, so he had to take up construction. Yeah. And um, his girlfriend took away his son at two years old. Not just took him away, but took him overseas so she, so they could never see him again. It's fucked up. And then makes Michael sign over adoption papers to her boyfriend Ugh. overseas. She dies That's good. of some sort of cancerous type thing. I don't know exactly what she dies of, honestly. I think it was cancer. Um... And then the boyfriend who adopted Walt decided, no, I really don't feel like having this child. So, Michael, all yours. And then when he questions him about it, he's like, yeah, I really have no interest. And I never did. I only wanted to do that so fucking I can fuck this woman. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So that was awful. And then Michael, of course, Walt doesn't want anything to do with Michael because who the fuck are you? Yeah. How are you? How are you saying you're my dad? Where were you? And the dad could barely explain. I mean, how do you explain to a kid? Oh, yeah, your mother didn't want you to see me. Mm. It sounds fake. I know. And that's like he like in Walt, like he's is he is a special child. Yes, he is a special child. Like, for instance, he's reading a book about birds and um, he gets mad because no one wants to listen to him. And all of a sudden that exact same bird flies into the window and dies. It's fucking crazy. And then he sees polar bears and shit. Right, he's reading a comic book about polar bears. Suddenly a polar bear appears. So, there's that. Yeah, there's also polar bears on this island. Yes. (laughs) And fish biscuits. And fish biscuits. Uh, I I know I brought up Walt and and Michael for a reason. Oh, yeah. Michael, they kidnapped Walt because of his special powers. Yes. and also because he's a child, and they kidnap all the kids. Oh. Uh, when I say they, there are these mysterious others on the other side of the island who end up being part of this thing called the Dharma Initiative, which is a uh, a hippie research company. Like, they were all scientists and shit, um, and s- slowly they died out. And, yeah, and further from the 70s. From the 70s, yeah. Uh, well... Ben kills them all, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, he does like a mass, like, uh, like freaking Hitler, like, you know, gassing them and he shit. He gasses the fuck out of the entire place, yeah, pretty much. Pretty and up. only some of the people are left alive, which are the people that we see later on uh, still here living in the barracks with him. But a lot of those people were probably, probably showed up on the island later. Like, um, Ben recruited Juliet. Yeah. You know, he had a. Whatever. Can we explain I- who Ben is? 
No, we don't have to yet. Okay. I'm yeah. just saying Ben. This guy, Ben. Yes. He's a dick. He's the leader he, of the others. He's a horrible person. Well, he's the supposed leader of the others. Yeah. Anyway, the others kidnap Walt on the island, and fucking Michael goes out to find him, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, he comes back and just fucking kills Aunt Lucia and fucking Libby. Bang. Point blank. Done. Yeah, that's how they get rid of people on the show when yeah. they get arrested. <laughs> We're gonna kill you bitches. And there was a good reason. It ends up being that freaking um So Ben, I guess we could talk about it now anyway, because it's part of this. He's as I said, he's the leader of the others. Well, he was captured by our friends uh from Flight 815. Yes. Our our, our plane crash. And he victims. called himself uh freaking Henry Gale. Henry Gale, which is the name of the wizard. Well, we assume it's the name of the wizard, but uh you know, if, if you know the Wizard of Oz, he's Dorothy Gale's uncle or whatever, Auntie M's husband. husband yeah, but not Ooh. to be confused like Uncle, Uncle, the actually Uncle Ben, the rice guy. Right, the Bernard. Yeah, yeah Bernard, <laughs> who's white. It's white. White Uncle Ben. Yeah. Um, and anyway, regardless of anything, he's pretending to be this guy, Henry Gale. They know he's lying at this point because they yeah. checked it all out and he's a piece of shit liar. And fucking Michael comes back, shoots these two women because he found his son. But they said the only way that they'll get him back is if they release Ben, their leader, and uh, bring these, like, people who are on the list. Mm. Oh, yeah, that. there's a list. There's always a list. So I was always wondering, how the fuck did they get this list? How did they know that they were... Jacob. Oh, they yeah. always say it's back to Jacob. And you start hearing the name Jacob pop up every once in a while... And they don't really tell you who he is until, I guess, late season five. Like, the last episode of season five. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much close to the very end. And he's, like, kind of like their Jesus. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Should we just talk about Jacob? Yeah, or do you want to go into something Jacob. else? He's, like, some magical guy. He has the power to, like, make people, like, never age if well, they drink some sort of, like, liquid or some let, shit. <laughs> it's not really what. Jacob was a kid. They got shipwrecked on this fucking island um, when he was a child. A baby. And uh, Allison Janney, who was kind of like, I guess, the Jesus of the island. Oh, yeah, that's right. She was on there. Kills their mother. Like, murders her for no reason and adopts the children and raises them herself to be, I guess, the new Jesuses. To take over for her. Yeah. So she can get the fuck away. Where there's a lot of that going on. The same thing happens with the hatch. You know, when people are trying to get people to take over for them. Because um, they feel they just want to lose, like, uh, want to give away their responsibility. Because it's like, shit, I want to, like, retire in, like, fucking Gaylord Palms or something. <laughs> Gaylord Palms. And, and then fucking, you know, they grow up. They become adults. They start having emotions. Jacob stays the mama's boy that he always was. But the brother, who is known as only the man in black. We don't know what his name is. Uh, he, they never mention his name. He is just, you know, whatever. The guy who wears a black shirt. The guy who wears a black shirt. He decides that the mother's wrong and that there's more out there. It's not just what's in this coat. He's the Ariel. That or he too. could be, uh, you Punchback. know, Punchback. Yes. But I'm, when I say he's like the Ariel, he knows there's something out beyond where they are, and he needs to get there. There's yes. no way he's not going to. He'll do anything. And that's what he does. He ends up joining this group of, like, I guess, indigenous people who, oh no. He ends up joining this group of, I don't know, explorers or whatever they were, 
um, who are set to fucking they want to destroy the island pretty much they're, yeah. they're pulling up things and they're trying to colonize and everything um, he realizes that their piece is just she says everybody's bad everyone's bad I'm good stay here yes yeah. alone or away in here you all deformed I'm oh deformed. yeah that's right <laughs> um, yeah and so therefore uh, he becomes kind of like their bad guy, and uh, he ends up, and stuff ends up happening. He ends up becoming a fucking smoke monster. <laughs> yes, he becomes a smoke monster, and the sound of the smoke monster is actually uh, taxi cabs in New York City. The this printing of the uh, receipt. Exactly. Which I have not heard in a while. Did they get rid of it? I mean, it makes me sad. I kind of uh, want to cry. I don't know. I have. I don't really hang out in Manhattan a lot. Yeah, but I don't feel like I've heard that. But yeah, the sound of the smoke monster is actually just like the sound of New York City taxi cabs yeah. putting out the receipt. So you can Google that shit and just if you want to feel like the smoke monster <laughs> is in your fucking room, in your freaking home, just go ahead and Google that shit. <laughs> or you could just play like a sound effect of the smoke monster. Or you could do that. Or it's more exciting when you hear, you know, but it's, it's cool because it's, it was like, oh, I'm in New York and fucking I can hear the smoke monster. Yes. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's let's you know let's just talk about things the smoke monster did, or should we still see talking about dead people? Dead people. Mr. Like Echo also dead died. People. Yes, he did die, and then like you know he loved his brother, which makes me cry. Yeah. Well, with the smoke monster, this is actually kind of goes to that because that's the first time we see death by smoke monster, mm, where right. where Mr. Echo, um, he also had a DUI and he got into a big fight with a cop. And they next episode they had him being eaten by polar bears. Yes. <laughs> Which Yeah, and, and didn't he like wasn't he just like a diva? Like yeah. he thought that he was like God's gift to acting or something like it, that and it, gave them direction, like gave the director direction. Yeah, in the special features he himself talks about how he didn't like how his character was, oh. so he told them how it should be changed. Isn't he British or something like yeah, that? Yeah, oh, he's got like God. a British accent. Fucking, like, like he thinks, like, you know, because, like, you know, fine. Like, you know, people like Alan Rickman, like, invented acting. Whatever. Alan but, like, Rickman. fucking Mr. Echo and his, like, uh, snotty-ass British attitude. Yeah, I hated Echo. Yeah. Well, Saeed um, is also British, too. He's like... Yeah, but I like I like him. Yeah, and he uh, fucked Barbara Hershey. Exactly. Barbara Hershey was also in fucking Once Upon a Time. As was Saeed. As was Saeed. And well, he was in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Oh, yeah, different show. But he played Jafar, and then they replaced him with some no-name who nobody gives a fuck Yeah, why the fuck did they do that? Like, why the hell didn't he just, like, stick with it? Did he Saeed have, like, was probably show? too busy doing something else. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, well. Or maybe he didn't want to be on the show anymore because he wasn't with Barbara Hershey anymore. <laughs> Could be. Freaking his favorite movie was probably Beaches. He probably, like, jacked off to Beaches all the time and was like, I want to fuck her one day. Right. Yes. Is that what happened? Maybe. Oh. oh that's kind of like, uh, fucking Alex, who was, uh, that, that crazy woman, Danielle Rousseau, like, some French chick, like, on the island. Like, her daughter is, uh, named Alex, and the actress who plays her fucked Jeff Goldblum in real life. Yeah, that was really odd, especially since she was, like, a kid. Yeah, she was, like... 20, and he was like 70. <laughs> in the show, she was like, was she 20 she was in the show? She supposed to be like a teenager. She was played 16. Yeah, like and then, sure. well, in real life, I think she was like 20 or 21. Right. And she was, she was like, on Malcolm, but she was oh, younger. Oh, yeah, that's right. She played Malcolm's friend, her, his, the one that, uh, the first one of them to get boobs. Oh, okay. And he like obsesses over her because of the boobs. Oh, yeah, that's right. She probably uh, fucking fantasized about Jeff Goldblum in um, <laughs> Jurassic Park. 
like you know when he's like shirtless. Yeah, you know, the shirtless the, scene where yeah. he's like laying down. Yeah, we're both. Well, like, oh, I'm doing it right now. I'm yes, I see thing. that. You're doing the Jeff. Well, not the topless part. No, not the topless part. I'm not topless right now. But you know, that's doing good. That I laying don't want to see that. Thing. Yeah, she probably like wanted the the fucking then was like, oh man, that's so hot. I love old Jewish men. Mm, yum. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Mr. Echo is another one who decided to uh, commit a crime and talk back to cops. And then suddenly they were like, yeah, you're out of the show. So he got, <laughs> he got eaten alive by polar bears, but he lived, not, not eaten alive, but he got fucking dragged around by polar bears on the island. He uh, Locke comes to save him with, I guess, Hurley and Charlie, but they didn't do anything. Um, and then... He goes on this, like, he's like, I have to go on a mission. And he just gets up and starts running around looking for his brother, which he finds. And he has to confess for all of yeah. his sins. And in a turn of events that made me kind of like him, uh, Echo, even though I hated him this whole yeah. time, because he's, like, super religious and, like, yeah. he just does things. I, he just does things that annoy me. And his, every, all of his reasons are that God told him to. God. It's all good. But in this particular case, he's supposed to face his quote-unquote judgment day and confess to his brother um, all of his sins. And he goes up to... He finds his brother, who's somehow back alive on the island. Remember, his body disappears? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah, people's like... People come back to life who are dead. Right. So a, a dead person lands on the island. That person is now alive and walking around. Yeah. So that's... A like thing. Jack's dad. Jack's dad's another one who not only gets up and walks around, but has a pretty big part in the show. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like Christian Shepherd. Yeah, exactly. What what fucking more of a good name can you have? I know. God. Quote unquote in movies. Someone should name their kid German and then last name Shepherd. German Shepherd. That was really bad. If you were close enough, you would car crash me. I am not close enough to the fucking computer right now, and I don't even, I don't, I can't even answer that. <laughs> what? I'm going to fucking knock you out. <laughs> like mama? Oh my, what is happening? I don't know. Oh my I'm... God. Oh, because I haven't had my coffee. That's See, it here is. it is. You heard it? We should do this every episode. Whenever oh, she, whenever she blames fuck. something on food oh. or drink. There you go. God damn it, I've been buried-dinged. <laughs> Fuck. There you go. Mm. Um, <laughs> because you didn't have coffee. I said we could have coffee before, and you were like, no, nah, no. Nah. Oh, it'll take like 20 minutes. Like, Because I was like, oh, it doesn't take like five minutes, and you're like, no, it takes 20. Why do I sound like that? <laughs> I don't know. No, it takes 20. Don't worry about it. Murray. Okay. Oh, I thought I was... I thought I was Harvey Fierstein oh, or yeah. Fierstein or whatever my name is. Fierstein, Fierstein, something Jewish. Something very, very Jewish, okay? Now, just calm down so I can do my show. Yes. I'm going to do the rest of the show like this, okay? That's terrible. Don't so everybody it. out there, what? What's wrong with that? <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, anyway, Echo goes to face his judgment day, and so he's got to tell Yemi, he's got to confess all his sins. And instead, he goes, I am not sorry for what I have done. No. And he proceeds to tell him that everything he did was for his brother. He's like, because, which is true. Yeah. The reason he even did anything bad in the first place was because the warlords came over and tried to make his little brother, when he was like, what, six? Seven? Seven? Yes, seven. Um, shoot some guy in the head. Uh, well, and he wouldn't right. do it. So Ickle came over and did it for him. They yeah. ended up taking him away and he ended up becoming a warlord himself. 
but is everything I did was to save you. Oh, you know, and that's true. And and uh, he is not sorry for what he has done. And because of that, even and that's the only time I ever agreed with him. But the smoke monster, aka the man in black, is really mad. Picks him up, throws him in the air, and yeah. smashes him on the ground a bunch of times. <laughs> Breaks all his fucking bones. Yep. So sad. So, yeah. yeah, because like you know he loved his brother, and I love freaking like brother. Like, you know, brotherly, brotherly, love. brotherly love. That's like La Bamba. <laughs> Were you a big fan of the, the show Brotherly Love with the three Lawrence brothers? No, I never saw that. <laughs> I didn't really care for the Lawrence brothers. I was like, oh yeah, those guys. You didn't like any of them ever? Eh, they're alright. They, I, like, freaking, uh... If you had to pick a Lawrence brother to hang out with. I don't want to hang out with any of them. You have to pick one. Hmm. What's the middle one's name? Matthew. Matthew, I'll hang out with Matthew. Because he was in Miss Doubtfire. Oh yeah, we can he was hang also out with in him. Boy Meets World. So oh, that's right. Yeah. He, maybe he can introduce you to Wilfred Dell. Or uh, the 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 Jewish one. Corey. Yeah. Yeah, but I said Wilfred Dell because he hung out with Wilfred. That was like his oh, yeah. friend in the show oh, and that's roommate. Right. His like bestie. Yeah. yeah. But so. freaking like um yeah freaking and Joey freaking came to World of Disney Whoa. in orange ass sweatpants. <laughs> it's like he wore like. A hat and sunglasses indoors, but yet he wore these orange-ass baggy sweatpants, which draws so much attention, because people are going to be looking at you wondering, hmm, who the fuck is that guy? Idiot. Remember when Joey Lars was in fucking Lost? Oh, he was? No! <laughs> so why are we talking about him? I don't know. You made me think that he was in Lost. <laughs> He was in the lost season of Lost that never happened. When they answered all the questions. That oh my god, the questions were answered. This is a, this is what I'm getting into now. Fuck it, I don't care what the hell we were going to talk about. No, everyone, the biggest problem that everybody has with fucking Lost, they're like, they have all these questions that are never answered. But that's bullshit. That's absolute fucking bullshit. Okay. It's always answered. Everything is answered except for it's like a maybe five little things that you're kind of like wait but why did this happen and in any film you don't need to know why everything happened you don't need an origin story for everything um name me a movie that's not wayne's world because you always name wayne's world just give me another movie that you kind of know i kind of know pretty well well enough that that i can ask well, you questions about it. pretty well what about hedwig and the angry inch give me a different one god damn it what do I know? Do Just I know any movies? Any other movie that you know? Something you've seen recently? Recently? What the fuck did I see recently? I forgot. What did I see recently? Cars 3. You want me to get... <laughs> okay. I saw that recently. Okay. So, let me ask you a question. Okay. What town was the Spanish car? What was her name in Cruz? What town was Cruz born in? I don't remember. What town was she born in? Let me ask you another question before I even continue with that. Um, what is Cruz's favorite food? Donuts, I don't it doesn't fucking matter! Oh, That's why! The same suck. thing with Lost, it doesn't fucking matter. You don't need to know everything. You don't need to know a little origin story behind every little fucking thing. Sometimes they can just say something and that could just be their personality. You don't need to know where that came from. That's the problem I have with a lot of prequels. It's like, and here's the origin of why this happened. We didn't need to know that. I mean, it's okay that you tell us that. I don't care. But like, we didn't need to know it. Well, freaking I was just pissed off like uh, the year that Nestor Corbenel 
like aka Richard, the guy who doesn't age. Right. And uh, freaking uh, Desmond, uh, what's his real name? I forgot. Uh, Michael Ewan Cusick or something, that's like, something like that. Freaking, they were supposed to have a panel at Comic Con, and then one of them canceled, so then they just canceled the whole thing. Yeah, because it was just the two of them, and then it ended up being one, and he was like, I don't want to do it, brother. Oh, uh, well, that sucks, because <laughs> I would have ran to the fucking microphone just so then I could have asked them a fucking question. <laughs> but they wouldn't but, have answered, like, like no, a question that you have, want to know. They, yeah. like, like, you should answer them, a, ask them more of a question about themselves or yeah, about, about their character. Or something like yeah. that, yeah. Because, like, if you're going to ask them a question about the show, they're not going to know the answer to it. They're not the writers. I know. You would have wasted a question. I know. Freaking that just, like, sucks because, like, I wish that I, you know, I wish that I could become friends with J.J. Abrams so then I could find out <laughs> quest, questions. Things. He's going to go ask Damon. Yeah. <laughs> well, freaking I had gotten a couple of auditions for The Leftovers, which, uh, what's his name? Damon Lindelof executive produce so I wish that I actually booked those roles so then maybe I could have become besties with David Lindelof and then ask him oh, questions what he question wouldn't answer any questions ask me a question well how is the island scientifically proven how was at the very beginning why how could it have been scientifically proven what do you mean by that I don't know that like people could possibly actually get to this island what? who said that at the first season, I thought that I heard. Who said I thought it? that you told me that it could be scientifically proven. I said, I said that there's nothing magical going on. That everything can be proven with science, science. not ma not scientifically proven, but oh. proven with science. Meaning, there's no like a there's no wizard that just goes bing. Now everything's magic. Everything was explained with electromagnetism. And stuff like that. Like, Wait, yeah. How did the sky turn purple? Was because of electromagnetism? Yeah, that. So that's when Damon. Damon. That's when Desmond <laughs> turned the key. Yeah. That station, the Swan, which is the hatch that yeah. Locke was trying to get into, which ended up just being a, a place where somebody's at a computer hitting 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42, over and over again into a computer every 108 minutes. <laughs> which is why this is 108. Um. To keep that electromagnetism at bay. But because of fucking Locke, who lost his faith and decided, well, you know, we're not going to hit the button anymore. <sighs> and Mr. Echo's like, no, we need to hit the button. I know we need to hit the button. He was like, no. And he locks Echo out. And fucking Desmond is like, are you sure, brother? And he's like, yeah, I haven't been sure of anything in my life. And of course, the whole place starts going crazy. All the magnetism starts pulling everything in. Things are crashing. Things are blowing up. It's going crazy. And then Desmond turns the failsafe key, and uh, it releases all that electromagnetic power that was underground, um, which then causes a chain reaction where all the signals that were going off the island that anybody could find it just were gone. Goodbye. Yeah, and then it also contributed to the island flipping around in time a little later on. Mm, maybe that's where the uh, the Malaysian Airlines plane is. <laughs> well, that's what happened in the show. Fucking Desmond f didn't hit the fucking button at whatever time yeah. because he was too busy realizing that the place isn't fucking quarantined like they, like mm -hmm. they fucking made him believe. Yeah, fucking and, that's so scary that this could be. Like, imagine there is actually a Desmond out there and he didn't <laughs> hit the button because of stupid lock. Exactly. Lock. And it pulled the plane down from the Ugh. from the sky and fucking that's why the plane crash happened. So, yeah, Desmond crashed the plane. So that's that. But, like, yeah, what other questions do you have? I'll answer it. Will you? I'll try. Mm, what is the question? 
Because, look, this is, while you're thinking to hear what your questions need to be answered so fucking Jack's badly. tattoos. No, I know that yes. that's. Oh, oh, let's talk about this our least so favorite good. episodes, and then we'll get to looking at what people believe is really important unanswered questions. Yeah, so, okay. My, my favorite episode is Flash Before Your Eyes. Do you have a favorite episode? Fuck, what is my favorite episode? Do I have a favorite? I have a bunch that I just like. Like anything that you're like, oh, fucking love that one. And you don't have to know the name. Just look, tell me what happened in it. Like the one where Jack decided to do this. Uh, no? Yes? Anything? I like Hurley episodes. In general, I like Hurley episodes. Well, there's... Okay, so there's the, the one with the num- original one with the numbers where it says how he got to fucking Sydney. Yeah. The, there's the one where it shows when he first wins the lottery. Oh, yeah, that one. Is that the whole thing with, like, the chicken place? Right, with the chicken place. Um, and DJ Qualls is there before he became a cop oh. in uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, maybe we shouldn't say that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are we allowed to spoil Breaking Bad in the middle uh, of a lost episode? Well, I mean, will they even know, like, that he's, how he would even get on Breaking Bad? What? Wait, he was on Breaking Bad. Yeah, don't you remember he freaking was on Breaking Bad? Freaking like he was he was trying to buy drugs from Badger. Oh, aww. <laughs> and he right. fucking tricked him like an asshole. And yeah. Badger knew better too. Yeah, I know. Um, I know Badger. <laughs> anyway, fallacies, fallacies. One for you. <laughs> One for me. I, those aren't even the lyrics. <laughs> I think it is. is I think it's like one for you and two for me. God, what a good song! Freaking like music is so important when they just like make up stupid songs, like <laughs> things that like they, those get stuck in my head. Like you all, everybody, you all, everybody. The first time he does it when he tries to like uh, be all cool and shit and like oh, yeah. like let Kate know he was in a band oh, yeah, and he's just behind her going, you all, everybody, you all, everybody. Like, yeah, really that's high. right. Yeah. <laughs> That's not even how the song goes. No. He just decided to, like, bring it up for whatever reason. Yeah, and she's like, why are you singing that? Yeah. He's like, you ever heard of Drive Shaft? She's like, yeah, I know the song. What does that have to do with it? He's like, it's me. I- I'm Drive Shaft. Yeah. Well, the bassist, but, you know. Yeah. Well, in real life, they fucked. <laughs> they did. They were the for ones For years, were the they fucked. Yes. And then, like, they broke up when the show was over. Yes. What were we just about to talk about? I don't before? remember. We're talking about people fucking. Oh, the ba- uh, uh, DJ Qualls. Oh, the, the bad episodes. Okay. So you don't have a... Oh, so I was saying, there's a DJ Qualls... There's an episode with DJ Qualls where he, like, doesn't want to tell him that he won the lottery because yeah. he doesn't want him to treat him differently. Yes. So there was Dave. You know that one. Dave. Where his... Uh, Imaginary friend. Oh, Dave. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then finally, there well, that I remember at least. Oh, there's a couple more because I don't, but I don't remember all of them. But there was the one with fucking. Uh, at least for flashback episodes, it was the one with fucking Libby. the thing, huh? Maybe. Yeah. No, that's the Dave one. Um, there was the one with where the meteor hits. Trisha Tanak is Aww. dead. Oh yeah, that's right. And then that whole episode's about his dad. And remember, his dad comes back to try to convince him he's not cursed. Yeah. So, for those of you out there who don't know, Hurley is a fat gentleman who says loves dude. life. Works, huh? And says dude a Says lot. dude a lot. Works at a chicken shack. And uh, then suddenly wins the lottery with the same numbers that Desmond has been punching into that computer. Because he because ha- Hurley happened to be in a uh, mental institution at some point, And some guy was sitting there playing Connect Four going... 15, 16, 23, 42, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42, over and over again. Yeah. And so, Hurley played for 8, 15, 16, 23, and 42 on the lottery, wins the lottery, but then all this shit starts happening and he believes he's cursed. So that's his story. 
So, which of those four episodes? Because you have to pick a favorite if I picked a favorite. So, it has to be one of those which four. One? I, I mean, I... there's the flash forwards too, but I don't necessarily remember all of them. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the flashback one because then there was that Libby like teaser that was remains a Dave, teaser. Dave, you liked? Yeah. That's the one, no, Dave. I, don't know. I like all of them. I just like watching Hurley right. have episodes. <laughs> like I just he, he's so lovable. I just want to give him a hug. But was there ever a moment on island, like your favorite moment on island? Yes, uh, when uh, freaking he tells um, uh, his son to pee on him. Not son. <laughs> <laughs> Jim. That would have been so much better. Yeah. She just pulls out her pussy and is like, here you go. She pulls out her pussy? Yeah, because it's behind a, uh, you oh, know, like, a fabric. Oh, yeah, the, the pussy's hanging out. Like, yeah. That one's for Christy. Yes. And the pussy's hanging I, out. I wanted to have, as part of our shirt, um, Christy's walking around with all these cats all over oh. her, following her and surrounding yeah. her. Because, you know, the her and the pussies are just all hanging out. Just like, you know, like, we're all, yeah. And the pussies hanging yeah, out. Hanging out. Um, but it was too much work for Jillian, so yeah, no, we took too many pussies. Um, what was I saying now? We we're talking about pussies. No. Um, oh, you're, you're the pee. Yes. Yes. Pee. That's fu- that was fucking I hysterical. Like the, I like them like hanging out. That was very funny. Jin and Hurley. Yeah. Jin and Hurley don't hang out a lot. And he, like they, st- it started out like they wanted them to be like friends, but then they yeah. kind of were like, no, mm. we'll we'll move it over to Jin. Probably has more fun with Sawyer. And him and Sawyer kind of had, like, that relationship going. Yeah. Although Hurley was part of it, too. Remember when they were all fixing the van? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so there was bonding that. Bonding and shit. Huh? Bonding and shit. Yes. And I love when, like, Jin is trying to learn English. Oh, so, yeah. like, he only knows some words like... P! No, oh, no. <laughs> he doesn't Daddy-o? say P. He Daddy-o? says... Daddy-o. And my personal favorite, boat. Boat. <laughs> he just points and he goes, boat. That was yeah. the first English thing he says. I know, and then freaking uh, Daniel Day Kim, who plays Jin, he's on Hawaii Five O, though he just quit. Okay, that's great. Yeah, yeah, okay. Don't care. Yeah. Talking about but he's, he's doing another show in Hawaii. Right. Uh, Hawaii. Yes. Yes. Wasn't there another character from Lost in that? Uh. Or at least as a I guest. Think, I know. I think there definitely was. I just don't remember who it was. Very well. Um. So yes, there's there's that. But my least favorite is two of them. Two episodes I fucking hate. I'm assuming you have the same two. Uh, oh, yes, yes. Which one do you want to go with? Oh, man, which one should I go this with? Is the one that's really bad and the one that's, like, kind of, well, pretty bad? Uh, my least favorite is fucking, like, long-ass nipples. Okay, so Stranger in a Strange Land. Yeah, before the Phuket one. That's also my least. Let's talk about the one before, the other one before, because uh, that was not as bad. Whatever the case may be. Whatever the case may be, oh. yes, it's from the first season, um, and it's this awful, boring story of how Kate, well, the flashback, because if you know, if you haven't seen the show, there's a bunch of flashbacks, that's the thing, and then they become flash forwards and then flash sideways. But uh, the flashback was about how Kate robbed the bank to um, get something from a safety deposit box. That was the story. Yeah, so there was like, nothing more than that. Huh? Yeah, we're like, ooh, what the fuck is in there? Yeah, and you're like, oh shit, what the fuck? And, you know, it's a whole elaborate thing about, you know, oh, they tricked you and they're like, oh, no, this guy's robbing the bank and poor Kate is, is getting beat up. Oh, wait, no, she's the girlfriend of that guy. Oh, wait, now she shot that guy dead to get whatever's in that fucking safety deposit box. What could it be? What's in the safety deposit box? And then it cuts over to the island and everything. Now, the island story is even worse. The island story 
Kate finds a case, mm. and the uh, when they when her and Sawyer are are swimming, yeah, sexily, oh, sexy with their two sexy half naked bodies. All, all over rubbing, the place. Rubbing up, rubbing up each other, exactly. Like all sexily. Right, and then they find these two dead people oh, from the plane, shit. just underground. And then the, they see that there's a Halliburton case there, and the Halliburton case cannot be opened without a key, or it has to have the right amount of force. But yeah. they try, and it never wants to be opened. But this is what happens: Kate wants that case. Sawyer knows Kate wants that case, so she takes he takes it from her. Even though he can't open it. Yeah. He just wants to, because he's a con man. And he just wants to know what's in the fucking case. Yeah. He is obsessed with what's in that case. That's all he cares about. He doesn't even necessarily care about keeping what's in that case. He just needs to know what's in the fucking case. Yes. And that's the whole episode. Just her, them fighting over the fucking case. Then Kate goes to Jack and she's like, hey, man, I need to find the key. And they're like, oh, great, wonderful. Where was the key? I forgot Where, now. I don't remember the key in her pussy. The key was in her pussy? I don't know, maybe. The key's always in the pussy. Yes. Um, I don't remember where they fucking found the key. I don't remember either. Oh, I know where. They dug up the fucking Marshall's body. Because the marshal died in the right. set, like third episode or whatever. I think the marshal didn't fucking like live. Oh, because the marshal was alive on the plane. He was like, yeah, he was fucked. His leg was all fucked up. Remember? Yeah. And he was bl- slowly bleeding out. They were trying to fix it, and then yeah. fucking he was not going to make it. So Sawyer tried to put a bullet through his heart yeah. instead of his head, and all of them, he missed. And then he just ended up dying like a really slow, awful death. Yes. Oh well. <laughs> and Sawyer felt so fucking bad. His face, at first he's like, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. And then his face was so sad because he missed. Uh, which also leads to the whole fact that Sawyer barely has used a gun before, even though he seems like this badass. But he's just a con man. Yeah. Um, and that's the case there. But yes, yeah, so the case ends up holding guns, which we knew eventually. They, she said there were guns there. But one little box or one little envelope of Kate's belongings. And Jack also wants to know what the fuck she needs it so badly for, but she won't tell. And at this point, nobody trusts anybody, especially her, because they found her mugshot. Yeah. Um, And uh, eventually we see her at the beach, because nobody gives a shit about her anymore. Because they got the guns. And uh, she opens up the envelope, and uh, it's a toy plane. How fucking anticlimactic was that? I'd rather, like, it be a fucking MacGuffin and us never know. Or find out in a different episode. Yeah. Because the episode ending like that was like, okay, who gives a shit? So then when they finally explain where the fucking plane is from, it doesn't matter anymore. And the the fucking little plane is because of her little boyfriend or whatever. That she killed. That she killed. So that was the last thing that she had of his, so right. that's why she wanted the little plane, but she fucking almost kills all these other people just so then that way she can get this fucking toy plane. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, Kate is, even though she's annoying and her, her, she, the thing is, she had way too many flashbacks. Yeah. If she had less flashbacks, she would have been a more interesting character. I still like her on island, but I hate her off island because it's always the same story over and over again. You don't need, just because she's a main character does not mean you have to tell her story over and over. There are plenty of other characters who need backstories. Yeah. Well, that's like uh, Orange is the New Black. 
some people get more flashbacks than others just because Ugh. they're main characters. In this season, Red had the worst flashback. Because they're just boring. It's Ugh. like, oh god, they freaking catered her. They really did. But the well, thing is, Red, I like Red as a character, <laughs> but they freaking catered her with the freaking flashbacks. Exactly. Well, Kate killed her father. Because he hit the mom and tried to fuck her. Yeah, and that's pretty fucked up. It is. We thought it was her stepfather. Yeah. But when she goes to talk to her real father, quote unquote, he tells her, no, Wayne's your real father. She's like, why didn't you tell me that? And he goes, because you would have killed him. And I know you would have killed him. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, so she has, that part of the backstory is interesting. But for the most part, it's just her do, about to do something, she gets really close to doing that thing, and then she runs away. Yeah. That's every fucking Kate episode. I know, and then she always says that she's gonna come with somebody. She's gonna like, I'm gonna, I'll come with, I'm gonna come with you. Yeah, she always Wait. says I'm gonna come with you. Yeah, something like that. Is that her exact line? I don't. Remember. I'm coming with you. Was I'm the coming exact with line. you. She always is, uh, needs to be part of something. She I has know. to feel important about everything. Ugh, God. She is a whiny brat. She stinks. <laughs> um. So yeah. But the worst episode ever Ugh. in almost any show I've ever seen, ever. I think, was Stranger in a Strange Land, <sighs> which uh, was like the 9,000th Jack flashback. Um, which, again, I don't mind that it was a Jack flashback, but the story was so pointless. Do you want to start telling them why this, like, what... Why are we so annoyed about this? Go back in time. Okay. Before the episode started, let's talk about the episode before it. Doesn't matter what it was. Okay. I know what it was. All right, so with the commercial... I'm telling you what episode it was. I know the order. So it's before Stranger to Strange Land, Flashes Before Your Eyes, my favorite episode. Oh, yes. My favorite episode, and then the least favorite episode right after it. Exactly. Well, so what happened at the end of um, Flashes Before Your Eyes? I don't remember what happened at the end. No, no, no. In the, you know, when they preview the next yeah, episode. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to talk about it. So, there was a really big build-up for this episode. They're like, all the questions of the island are going to be answered. This is three. Three <laughs> questions of the island were going to be answered. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, hell, fuck yeah. They're going to tell us how the uh, how they got there. They're going to tell us where what these fucking polar bears are. Uh, they're going to fucking, like, you know, like, tell us all this, like, uh, all this other shit about, um... Whatchamacallit. Just answers. We at, expected answers at, to questions. At this point, we already knew why the polar bears were there. Well, but... Dharma initiative. Okay, fine. But I was excited to find out interesting stuff, right? right. I was like, and, yeah. And not only did they say that we were going to find us, they said three of the biggest secrets. They said that, remember? Oh, the the biggest secrets. The biggest secrets. You know what the fucking secrets were? Before you say that, I want... Well, no, you can, you can tell them. Jack's fucking tattoos. The fucking meaning of the Jack of Jack's tattoos. I didn't even notice he had fucking tattoos. Those are his real tattoos. There's no reason to have an episode about that. <sighs> A whole episode about Jack's fucking tattoos. And not only... The On Island stuff was fine. It was when uh, Juliet was getting sentenced for killing Pickett. Well, Pickett was a bad guy. Yeah, Pickett is a bad guy, bad guy, bad guy. Pickett is a bad, bad. Uh, does anybody get that reference no. at all? Probably Pro not. Probably not. Um, Pickett. <laughs> that it was. Yeah, Juliet killed Pickett to you know save Sawyer and and uh, Kate to get them off the island yeah. because Ben told them to. But she's not. They're not supposed to kill their own. So she's getting sentenced. 
Um, and then Jack saves her. Oh, you know why? Because when when she he was doing Ben's surgery, mm-hmm. fucking he said that she told him to kill Ben, which is true. Yeah, she did. Remember the flashcards? That's right. So uh, then he goes and lies for her and whatever. Somehow she gets off and, uh, you know, she lives and and that's fine. Anyway, the On Island stuff was all right. It wasn't great. They introduced a random new character. Remember, there was like, she was like the sheriff. Yeah, I know. And then she's like reading his tattoos like in Chinese. And it's like, (laughs) Nei hai bin doa. Nei hai bin doa. Like, and it's like... (laughs) Are you what? just saying that because it's in Wayne's world? Yeah, oh, probably. Nay, hi, Bidua! Nay, hi, Bidua! But yeah, so she's fucking just like reading shit, and it's like his tattoos, and we're like, and this matters why? Do you even remember what his tattoos meant? Stranger to Strange Land, that's the name of the episode, oh, so I assume. <laughs> God, and then they introduce this other fucking annoying ass character, oh. this fucking Asian whore. So Bai Ling. Uh, Bai Ling, the, uh, his fucking mail order bride. <laughs> mail order bride! Oh, God. Shout out to Brendan Dubrock, who left the group all crying and whining out of nowhere because fucking he put out the idea to fucking hurt Jillian's agency or whatever, and somebody took that idea to heart. Thanks, oh, Brendan DeBrock, you good. fucking asshole. And calling Dude. all Asians fucking... Yeah, he posted a picture of me and my wife and fucking wrote on it, Yo, look at me, him and his mail-order bride. Because all Asians are mail-order brides. Yeah, I was like... All of them. Oh, every single last fucking one of them. But the funny thing was, it was like my engagement picture and it was a really nice picture. There was three of them and they were all really <laughs> nice pictures where we both looked really good. <laughs> They weren't even like a bad picture and he's trying to make fun. And I was like, okay, great. You posted my engagement pictures. Ooh, that's fucking wonderful. Oh, God. It was so fucking retarded. Anyway, yeah, Bai Ling, first of all, she's in a ton of like B-movies and she has the longest nipples you've ever seen in your life. She used to fuck uh, Chris Isaac and shit. She really? Yeah, they used to fuck. She's, to me... I don't know they still fuck. They might still fuck. I don't know. Every once in a while. Doesn't she remind you of Teal Tequila a little bit? Not her looks, but her attitude. Her... No, Tila Tequila is a real piece of shit. Like, <laughs> well, oh, I don't, I don't mean the Nazi shit. I meant the others, like just her, her attitude towards life. Yeah, like she's she's like uh, an older Tila Tequila, <laughs> except not Nazi esque. No, yeah, who knows? Maybe she is a Nazi. I don't know. She was in some movie called Dumplings, but she's... uh, about like eating babies. I thought it was eating fetuses. Oh, eating fetuses. That's better. <laughs> yeah, they're eating fetuses for uh, that's because fetuses are the um. Found, the something. fountain of youth or something like that because ah. you can you look youthful if you eat fetuses anyway but <laughs> Bai Ling she was just such an annoying character nothing was good about her like he she just fucks Jack all the time <laughs> in this one episode fucking like her as a, like an actress like she had posted on her vlog or blog or whatever the fuck these things are called on the internet like that she was apparently going to be in like three episodes which obviously didn't happen because after that episode they're like yeah we're not going to bring you back on. I wonder if they wanted to have her on island as somebody who shows up oh, on island. Probably. Because there's no way they would have went back to Phuket. Yeah. That story was over anyway. But, I mean, yeah, the story is basically this. Bai Ling meets him at, like, some place, like a bar or in a restaurant or something like that. And they fuck. Yeah. And then Jack wants to know what she does. She won't tell him. Some guy comes up to her and calls her, like, magic. Her name is, like, Achura or Achura. 
Achura. Achura. Yeah, Achura or Achura, whatever, it's spelled A-C-H-U-R-A. Achura, Achura, whatever. Achura. Atra, I think she goes. Whatever it is, fucking everyone's calling her like the magic woman or something like that. They call they call her something that's like magical, and she fucking that's the whole episode. Him trying to find out what she does for a living. Her saying you don't need to know that and fucking him. Yeah, and we never find out. No, we do. She's a tattoo artist, oh. but like she tattoos people's like auras or something like that or who they are I she's like I she's like what do you do for your living I tell people who they are do you do you she so she tattoos on whatever it was stranger in a strange land or whatever she says it is she says oh an outsider she writes on him mm. I think it's supposed to say stranger in a strange land but it says outsider or something like that oh, um and everyone beats the shit out of him and tells him to leave Phuket forever so because only people who are Pukeshin? 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 That sounds cute. That sounds like, <laughs> like some sort of puppy. <laughs> Pukeshin. So, Pukeshin. It's like a poodle. Yeah, stuff. they're not allowed to have these special Achura fucking tattoos. So, they kick him off the aisle. That's it. And then fucking the sheriff is like, I know what your tattoos means. <sighs> and then it's either Stranger to Strange Land or You're an Outsider. Oh. And then he's like... That's not what they mean. That's what it says. But that's not what it means. End of episode! Oh, God <laughs> damn it. That episode was so fucking bad. It's really fucking bad. Like, it's like that That answered nothing. What is the What is the fucking smoke monster? We don't know what the fucking smoke monster yes, is. Yes, we yet. do. Do we? I just told you who it was. It's the man in black. But did we know at that point? No, not at that point. That's what I meant, God damn it! That's not what you said. Fuck! You said, who is he? We I'm, wanted I'm... to know in that episode who the fuck this, like, what the fuck the smoke monster is. Because at that point, we didn't think that it was a guy. Yeah, I would have been happy at that point to just know more about Dharma yeah. and the Dharma Initiative, which you don't find out for, like, half, so like half season that season. Five or something? No, I mean, well, season five is the big Dharma season. But yeah. The uh, season three is, like, you know, the, the other one. But anyway, I want to talk about Nikki and Paolo before you move oh, on. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> because this is what some people slate as, like, a bad episode, but really, it's not. This is probably one of, not my top episodes, but it's fucking great. It's a great episode because it's all self-referential. It's all self-referential. Yeah, it's obviously, like, written for the fans. Right. Because there are these two people named Nikki and Paolo, and it's like, who the fuck are they? Does it even matter who they are? In season three, they added these two characters because Jack Sawyer, Kate, and, uh, no, Hurley was something. Jack Sawyer and Kate were off in the, with the others at the moment. Uh, Saeed, Jin, and Son were off on some weird mission in, in the sailboat. Yeah. And so a lot of the main characters were gone. So they added these two extra characters to, to do more or whatever. But they didn't do anything. No. And no one liked them because who the fuck are you? Yeah. They were supposed to be some of the people who were on the island, but they just didn't have any lines yet. Yeah, they're like extras. Featured extras. Yeah. And in the show, they had like six lines yeah. before this episode. Probably. About, maybe, together, combined, maybe yeah. a little bit more. And they were all annoying, all their lines. It was like, remember the... Paolo's first line, or the first Sawyer comes back, and they all took his shit. Remember, they all looted his shit, and he goes, "The general store's not fucking open. You know, bring bring my shit back." And fucking Paolo goes, 
we share things now. Fuck you, Paolo! Yeah, what the fuck, And he, And of course, his response was, who the hell are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which comes back in this episode called yeah. Expose. Yeah. Um, and Expose, to me, is such a fucking hysterical episode. It is the backstory of Nikki and Paolo. And believe me, it's a backstory that you will not have to worry about too much because... You'll never see that again. No. <laughs> uh, and it tells a story. She's an actress. He's her boyfriend. Uh, but, like, what does he do? Is he a I waiter? I forgot already. A caterer? Paolo. He? He's a dick, whatever he is. And um, they steal these jewels from this rich uh, Hollywood guy or whatever the Hollywood is called in Brazil. Um, and they run away to fucking L.A. And, of course, the... Wayne crashes. And yeah, but they stuff. also like uh, fucking do a TV show with um, fucking Lando, Lando Calrissian. Yeah, well, called Expose. Called Expose. Yeah. yeah, she's the actress on that show, and Lando Calrissian, aka Billy D. Williams, is like the main. I guess they're like detective boss. No, boss. I thought he was yeah, the, he's yeah. like their Charlie or something. Like or was he the bad guy? The main bad guy. I don't guy. remember. He was a main guy. <laughs> her, like catchphrase was razzle dazzle. Yeah, it's so over the top and bad. Purposefully, she's like razzle dazzle, and oh, she says it like five times. Yes. Uh, so anyway, the on island stuff is the stuff that you're gonna care about because that's where we go back through all the episodes—not all the episodes, but through select episodes from season one till now—and we see what Nikki and Paolo were doing during that time. Yeah. Meanwhile, they get bit by this spider, and they're like passed out or whatever yeah. it is in the flashbacks we slowly find out what they're trying to do to hide the diamonds because they think other people will find them like it fucking matters because yeah. they're stuck on a fucking island they're hiding the diamonds here they're hiding the diamonds here they're so fucking worried about the fucking diamonds that they're not fucking worried about each other because their jealousy takes over each other and one of them because what uh, in one of the things we find out that there's this spider that is poisonous and uh do we, do we find out? Do we find out? I don't remember. I, I know we find it the very... I, I just want to say... It, all right, I'll say it this way. We find out the spider's poisonous, and so she tries to fucking kill Paolo. I think that's how it starts, right? Uh, and then she ends up getting bit too, so they both die, and fucking the Losties all bury them. But in the very last flashback, we go back to where we see, like... It's, I think it's Arnst, right? Who we can talk about in a second. Yeah. Arnst. Yeah. Telling them about how the spider is not deadly... But it will make you look like you're dead. Yes. So as that is going on, and they're explaining, you see Arst explaining it to Nikki. You see them slowly covering their bodies yep. with dirt and just burying them. No, and we're just now learning that they're not dead. They're not dead. Exactly. They're buried alive. And at the very last second. Paolo's fucking eyes open and bang, covered with dirt, gone. Yeah. They are gone forever, buried a fucking live. It is the best fucking ending to an episode. Well, like, freaking, uh, at first, like, when they put sheets over them, like, a fucking dog, like, pulled it off of them. Yeah, Vincent, Vincent knows. Yeah. Vincent always fucking knows everything. Yep. The dog was Walt's dog. He is very in tune with the island, but dogs are in tune with pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, so, so he knew that they were alive. He did, but they, you know, of course, they're like, "Oh, go away, doggy!" Yeah. And uh, they bury them the fuck up. What a great fucking 
ending to an episode that is. It's like, oh shit. And it was obviously like written for the fans who were wondering, who the fuck are Nikki and Paolo? Well, that that's the thing, is that the very one of the very first lines is fucking Hurley sees that Paolo is quote unquote yeah. dead, which we know he's not. Yeah. He runs over and he's like, Sawyer, come over here. And Sawyer's like, what? And he's like running over and he's like, oh, Nikki and Paolo are dead. And then he goes, who the hell are Nikki and Paolo? But then, like, the, the <laughs> thing is, like, the camera gets to his face, gives him a close-up, and then he looks really serious. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's like, one of those zoomings, yeah. so it's, like, extreme close-up on the face like, with the music uh, swelling. Yeah. And then he's like, uh, who the hell are Nikki and Paolo? Yeah. <laughs> Lost, you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> it was like, who the fuck is Anne Frank? <laughs> who the fuck is Anne Frank? Like, it's like that shit. That's yeah, um, right. You know, she's a little deaf girl. Yeah. <laughs> the miracle worker. The miracle Yeah, the deaf, dumb, and blind <laughs> No, girl. that's Helen Keller. No, it was Anne Frank. No, Anne Frank's the little Jewish girl in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. All right. So, Expose. I believe Expose was a great episode. Yeah. It was dark. It was hysterical. Yeah. It was self-referential, and it was good. I don't know why anyone would hate that episode. If you hate Nikki and Paolo, you should love that episode. They get the worst fate ever. Can you think of anything worse than being buried alive? Uh, that sucks! Yeah, getting buried alive, oh yeah, because there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. No. And you're there, and you're like, That's you can't tell people. Yep. They're there. You're looking, you're looking, I can't tell them that I'm alive. They anything. Either they were paralyzed, exactly. so they couldn't say shit. So they were just, Fucking like, suffocating. Phenomenal. I think at one point, too, his hand moves before they bury oh, him. Fuck. So you think that they're going to catch on, but they yeah, don't notice no. it. Dead. Oh, Goodbye. so good. Uh, so good. So good. Let's, uh, let's move on to, to later things here. So eventually... They're trying to get off the fucking island. They end up trying to work together with the others, even though they hate them. Yeah. And uh, we meet these freighter people who are from, I believe they were Widmore's people, right? Widmore, I think so, yeah. Yeah, now Penny's dad, a.k.a. Desmond's wannabe father-in-law, it ends up that he knows about this island. He was actually very involved in the Dharma Initiative. Yes. Like, he was part, he, he funded it. Yeah. And he, he fucking wants to get back to this island, but he was banished... Because fucking Ben, I guess we have to mention who Ben is. We never, really, never no, have. Never really. He's their leader. He's a creepy motherfucker. Probably the best actor on the whole show. Yes, he definitely is. He loves playing with people's fucking minds, and that's all he does the entire time until at the end when you find out he's just a weak nothing. Yeah. And that's it. He's nothing. You think he's something, but he's nothing. He's just a just like Locke. Yeah. Yep. A lot of people think he was something, but he really was fucking nothing. Yep. So he sends all these people over on a freighter, uh, scientists mostly. The whole fucking fourth season is really just about this freighter. Now, this is during the writer's strike, so there was half the amount of episodes in this in this season. And then after this season, every season would be like this, which is weird because after the show was over, pretty much every show that existed was like not twenty six episodes anymore. Yeah, they were well, like twelve. I'm talking about afterwards, like oh. shows now, like Better Call Saul, 10 episodes, done. I know, that's true, they don't have like long... Like, yeah, that's like a thing, and I feel like like they're, t- they're like, oh, we could do what Lost did, but it's like, fuck, man, what'd you I do know. that for? Um, but yeah, this is the weakest season, in my opinion. Um, there's some really cool things that you learn, but it's mostly just a bunch of like, waving your cock around. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of cocks. A lot of cock waving. 
Uh, these people from the, the freighter that fucking, what's his name again? Alan Adale? His, his real name is Alan Dale, which is funny because Alan Dale is, you know, yeah. What the fuck was the Widmore? God, Widmore, yeah. What? His peeps. Peeps. No, his peeps, his freighter peeps. Yeah, well, so there was okay. He sent over Frank Lapidus, who's a, a pilot. Yeah. And fucking Miles. Yes. Who's an Asian guy who can, like, talk to ghosts and dead people no, and shit like that. Right. Um, then there's Faraday, who is this, like, ridiculously smart scientist who's, yes. like, so smart that he's, like, retarded. Yes. <laughs> uh, who, who was, uh, I believe, wasn't he a professor? He was, right? At, yeah, I think so, yeah. In England, at Oxford. Um, and then Charlotte, who is also a... Uh, who is also a scientist, I guess. I don't really know what Charlotte's qualifications are. Yeah, I didn't are. really care for her. Charlotte sucked. Yeah. The only like, thing is that fucking... Once Upon a Time, she sucked, too. What? And also, like, on Once Upon a Time, she sucked, yeah, too. Yeah, she played the Wicked Witch of the West on fucking... Yeah. I don't know, whatever. But she wasn't as bad on Lost, but she still was annoying, so I was happy when she died. But fucking Faraday, like, fucking was, like, in love with her, yep. so there was that. Um, but it turns out Faraday's the son of Eloise Hawking, mm. who is the... Uh, who is the old lady who told Desmond that he has to go through with it and it's it's his fate and this whatever he has to go back to the island. So, uh, yeah, that ends up being fucking his mother who knows a lot of shit because she was on the island again as part of the Dharma Initiative back right. in the seventies. Yeah, um, the, I don't really have a lot to say about the freighter season. Not, no, not really. I, I like Naomi. She uh, to me, I, I liked her character. You didn't? No, I didn't care for her. Why? I don't know. What's wrong with Naomi? She in love with somebody, I don't remember. I don't know. I, no, she was not in it for that long. Fucking Desmond finds her because of his little futuristic things. Yeah. Uh, she has a radio. They're able to fucking talk out, but fucking it gets broken, so they have to go get a battery. They have to go to the oh, radio yeah, tower, right. which is where Danielle has been fucking putting her signal on for 16 uh, fucking years. Shit. So there's, that was like the shit that went on on island. There wasn't a lot that went on except for the fact the freighter people just wanted to kill everybody because fucking Widmore told them to fucking kill everyone on the island. Widmore stinks. Yeah, because Widmore was pissed because he got banished. Yeah. Because Ben, which again, we were like about to talk about Ben and we never did, but whatever. Yeah, oh, fuck. <laughs> ben is just the bad guy. But like freaking like, Ben ends up fucking banning him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Anyway, fucking uh, that season is kind of whatever. And then fifth season is when everything to me got like crazy and to me better. I liked it. Because fifth season is when they started fucking going around in time and shit like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because the electromagnetic power was loose, the wheel was loose. And the wheel, it's like the wheel that fucking moves the island. Yes. Uh, and the island fucking moves around. It's why you it's unfindable. Yes. Uh, it's got these magic puzzles. It moves around because we don't want humans to find out about the island that holds evil. Yes, because <laughs> people should not know about evil. Yeah, they need to be kept, you know, stupid. And that's one of those things like, if you knew that there was an island where evil needs to be kept, some evil people are going to go over there and kill the good guys. Yeah, that's fucked up. So they have to keep like, it secret and only invite people who they believe are worthy. Yeah. Uh, which is a big thing that starts happening. But, like, 
this island starts flipping around in time until fucking someone fixes it. Um, there's a whole thing with, with Locke, who fucking turns the wheel because he was told to by fucking Ben. <laughs> ben is like, Locke, Locke is like Ben's puppet. Yeah, he becomes Ben's puppet. At first, like, Locke thinks he's the shit and this and whatever, but he ends up, Ben just controls him constantly yep. for the, like, half of the third season and, like, all the fourth season. Yes. And it's, it's fucking crazy. And most of the fifth as well until he dies. Yeah, because Ben kills him and then takes on the, the form of Locke. Right. Which is pretty fucked up. Exactly. I mean, um, not like we liked Locke anyway. No. He was already evil, but people remember him, so there you go. So, uh, to talk about season five, I have to talk about the fact that, yes, the freighter actually got people home. Yeah. So, only six people went with them. The Oceanic Six. They called them the Oceanic Six. They had to make up a lie. They had a whole episode about making up a lie. Yeah. They had to make up a lie that said that they were the only six survivors because they didn't want them to know. Because the other people chose not to go. Yeah. They could have gone, they chose not to go. Yes. Um, and they wanted to keep it that way. The island needed to stay fucking safe, so that was the deal they made. Yeah. So they became the Oceanic Six, and they were go- they were out for, what, a year? Something like that. And But Jack kept on wanting to go back, and then he's all, like, depressed, and he's listening to Sen- listening to uh, Senna's Apprentice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's a whole scene where he's in his car. <laughs> That is like the epitome of like the Gen X, like depressed grunge, <laughs> like, oh man, I'm going to kill myself, man. And he almost does. Um, and most of it is because, first of all, he misses his precious island. Yeah. But second of all, because Locke dies because of him. Yeah. And Locke kills himself because fucking he doesn't want to admit. And Jack feels bad because he feels like it's his fucking fault. Because he didn't believe him about anything, and nobody ever believed him, and fucking Ben basically convinces him to fucking kill himself, because that's the only way for him to get back to the island. But the real thing is that he needed him to kill himself so everybody else would come back to the island, and he could use Locke's body as a vessel. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that was... Interesting. And that was yeah. That definitely was, became weird, and I mean, it was weird before, but then now, like, people are using people's like bodies as vessels <laughs> and shit. Jeremy Bentham. Uh, I like the fifth season a lot because we get to see Sawyer as a fucking leader for a long fucking time. Yeah. Because they, they, as after flipping around in time, he ends up in, in the seventies when the Dharma Initiative pretty much was in its infancy. Yeah. And. Little boy Ben Aww. is there and fucking like it's it's crazy because they're in time and kid Ben is there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh some just some like little little nerdy kid. Yeah, some little nerdy piece of shit kid and fucking his mom died early as we know, but he keeps seeing her on the fucking island and, and shit. Uh because the man in black is an asshole. <laughs> yeah, no, he is an asshole. What a jerk. Uh, yeah. And we meet the hostiles at this point. Now this is what I like. They have these people that they call the hostiles, and we kept thinking they were talking about the others, but really it was the natives to the island, which were these, like, monks. Yeah. Native monks. They are like monks who lived in the temple. And uh, Richard became their kind of, like, guardian or yeah. whatever. And Richard is the guy who does the age. Right. Because well, he was, like, uh, what was he? He was, like, a Spaniard or something Yeah, he was like a Spaniard that? in the 1800s. He came over on the island because he was on a slave ship. Yeah. Because he... he I, he think he stole medication for his wife. 
Oh, who was dying. Who was dying, and it, but he stole from, like, somebody important. I forgot what it was. Christopher Columbus. Somebody rich. And they had him put in jail for life, and then he was able to, you know, get out if he went on the slave ship. Mm. Uh, and the slave ship crashed on the island. Oh, we all know what happens there. Yeah, and then Richard, like, ends up finding Locke. Because Locke is uh, special or whatever. Richard becomes like their guy who travels and gets people. Yes. Because he gets Juliet, and when he's, he goes out he's to like find Locke... He's like the recruiter. Locke. He's like the recruiter. He's right. like uh, those college program people like, <laughs> who uh, like find people for the college program to work in quick service. Except they don't come to you in college program. You have to still go to them. You still have to go to them, because people will still go to them because it's Disney. Yeah. But fucking... Uh, he goes to Locke a bunch of times in his life because he's on this list of Jacobs. This list, and he needs to, they need to know. But of course, Locke ne- doesn't make it because Locke is a fucking empty vessel. Mm, yeah. In the 70s, Sawyer ends up being their sheriff. Yeah. And he becomes, like, the guy, who the, their security guy. Yeah, because, like, I mean, like, Hurley is just, like, so 70s. Like, he's like, yeah, peace, <laughs> love, and joy or something, man. Yeah, it's Hurley. Hurley's hanging out with Miles a lot. Yeah. And fucking... And, like, braiding each other's hair and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Juliet's, like, his... Becomes Sawyer's main girl. That's yeah. one thing we didn't talk about. The fucking triangle between Kate Sawyer and Jack, first mm. of all. And then eventually Juliet. Yeah, Juliet, and then it becomes, like, Juliet and Sawyer, and then Jack, and then Kate, and right. then well, they just, just, just have a big old orgy. Well, first of all, for Kate, regardless of anything that happens, I believe her fucking mate would, it was, would always be Sawyer, in my opinion. Because they're both cons? Well, yes, that, and also they both have the same mentality. Mm. Whereas Jack is all like, I have to do good shit, you know, and he, he, he doesn't want the... Sawyer follows his heart where Jack follows his brain. Yeah. And Kate doesn't need that shit. No. Kate needs a wild man. A little salty. <laughs> he needs somebody who's needs someone who's salty. Um, and Jack, I would have rather seen him with someone like, I don't know, Juliet. Yeah, who was pretty boring. You believe Jack and Juliet might get together? That doesn't happen. No. But like fucking Kate and Juliet and Having a lesbian relationship. Sawyer and Julia. I would like to say, nah, not really. I've already seen Juliet as a lesbian. She was in Gia. Oh, was she with the... Angelina Jolie? Yeah, did they lick each other's badges? They do. You don't get to see that part, but you get to see a lot of stuff. A lot of titties in that movie. A lot of titties all rubbing up against each other and shit. Yep. So, actually, a lot of... Titties rubbing up against each other. So there's a whole scene about that. Oh, really? Just about, like, rubbing on titties? <laughs> they're on, like, the other, either side of a gate, and they're, like, rubbing their, like, tits on each other. Okay, that's interesting. I don't know. It's a stupid movie. And now Angelina Jolie got her boobs removed. Boo. She didn't want to get cancer. I got my boobs removed because <laughs> there's a possibility I could have gotten cancer yeah, that's at some point in my life. That's why so no tits. Cancer. So no tits. Well, I think she probably got, like, fake like tits like to replace her what's the point why don't you just wait because she doesn't she didn't want to get cancer because apparently she had the gene where you know there's a very good chance that she could get breast cancer so like as a preventative measure she just decided to get rid of them i mean she already got like freaking like a thousand kids and then like adopted a million kids and she has freaking brad pitt she doesn't need her tits well it's settled i definitely have breast cancer (laughs) (laughs) oh no you don't what did she say 
It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Okay, whatever. Let's move on. New topic. Yes. Oh god. Oh fuck. I wonder if anybody gets that reference. I'm sure probably 90% of our listeners have seen the room. So. But not like room. No, not room. The room. Because they'll be like, oh, room. Yeah, that uh, Academy Award-winning. What I know. Yeah, I said never win any Academy Awards. I said it to my mom. Like my mom was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I just finished watching The Room again. She's like, again? I didn't know that that was your type of movie. I'm like, do you even know what that movie is? She's like, yeah, it's uh, up for an Academy Award. And I was like, no! Yeah, not-, not that crappy movie! No, I did watch that on a plane just How because was it? it was on. It was actually pretty good. I would rather watch The Room on a plane. Yeah, well, then I'd laugh like crazy. That would be the like, best plane ride ever! That's true, I'd want to, like, throw spoons and shit. Why don't we just do that? Watch it on the plane? Yeah, like next time we go to Disney, let's watch The Room on the plane. Or on the way back. Oh my god. Oh god, it repeats. Shut it up. It's the doggy. I have a signed doggy from the room, signed by Tommy Wiseau. And I, like, made him sign it. And also, like, it looks like it has a vagina. It does look like So I was uh, the speaker on this thing. It talks. It's just, like, Tommy Wiseau's voice, like. It's Tommy barking into a microphone. Yes. And then, uh, and the speaker is where the vagina is. Right. Yes, okay, so. anyway, that magical interlude that everyone fucking had to cover the earth for. God, that thing is annoying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we get to see Sawyer and, and Juliet together, which made me so upset. But in the meanwhile, as I said, they needed to, like, kill Locke so they could bring everyone back because yeah. they needed a dead person on the plane. Yes, to bring back to life. Yeah, so they could recreate the story of... You know, whatever, because Jack's dad was dead on the plane. Oh, yeah. But that's not true. He just did it because he wanted to fucking take Locke's form so we could kill Jacob as Locke. Yep. Asshole. He is an asshole. And Jacob ends up being, like, this very nice guy, even though, like, you know. And then he ends up being an asshole on Dexter. <laughs> he was an asshole on Dexter. I completely forgot. Mark Pellegrino. Yeah. Pellegrino, is he Pell- the heir of the uh, the sodas, the Italian sodas? Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, so, season five actually was one of my favorites. It's all, you get to learn a lot about what everything was, so you get to find out what the, the incident was. They always talk about this incident that happened at Dharma. Yes. And it was really cool learning about all this fucking Dharma shit and what they were doing and why. Yeah. That's when we find out. They were using polar bears for experiments on animal techniques. Mm-hmm. They were using this and that. And you get to learn all that. You get to learn about the electromagnetism and all the science behind it and all the wonderful stuff science. that makes your head fucking spin, not which is the science. reason why people are like, I'm, I'm, it's convoluted. I don't understand it. So therefore, it's not good. Is that what I sound like? No, that's not you. Did you say it was convoluted? No, I didn't say it was convoluted. It's not good because it's convoluted. I don't understand it. I don't don't care. I don't care. I hope everybody dies. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, there's that. And eventually they get time moving normally again. But before that, Jack... uh, But before that, Jack, Jack, Kate, Saeed... Hurley, all of the Oceanic Six 
Except for Locke. Well, Locke comes back too as yeah. a dead guy. Yes. Um, they all come back and fucking... Uh, it's the greatest moment when fucking Sawyer finally sees Kate again. Yep. After, like, that whole thing. Oh, yeah. Because, like, he, the only reason he's fucking Juliet is because he thinks Kate's gone. Yeah. Remember that scene fucking, like, at the end of the freighter season? When he, they know that they can't make it out because it's too heavy? Yeah. So fucking Sawyer, like, just kisses Kate and just yeah. jumps out of the plane, even though he has a fucked up leg and we yeah. think he's gonna die. That was pretty sad. Oh. Freaking, like, Sawyer just keeps on, like, possibly losing someone or does <laughs> lose someone. Exactly. Um, and yeah, so that's that. And then, of course, season six, we find out of everything, which is basically more of the stuff that I told you earlier on in the episode. Now, I have a question for you. Yes. There's a lot of crying in this show. There's a lot of crying. There's a lot of emotional moments. Some of it has to do with the music. Yes. Some of it has to do with the stuff going on screen. So talk about that, because you love talking about emotional shit. That is the sad theme. I thought we were going to keep going. Michael Giacchino, like, wrote, like, the best fucking... He's so fucking good. He just knows how to, like, make you cry your face off. Yeah. I mentioned it before. I don't remember if it was before. Face off. Yes. There will be nothing that can sound like the score for Lost. Right. It's that. Especially because of the parts of the play. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. If If there's, like, an intense scene, there's, like, you know, like, drumming and shit. Yeah, which is... yeah. And of course, uh, our the, the theme song. <laughs> the music in this is fucking phenomenal. It, it works very fucking perfectly. Oh my god, he did Muppets Wizard of Oz. Really? Well, that was before. No, because he did The Incredibles no. before that. I don't know what he was thinking with Muppets Wizard of Oz. It was a paycheck. <laughs> I would have taken the paycheck. He did The Incredibles, Ratatouille, right, Cloverfield, right. Star Trek, Up, The New Land. Oh, of the he Wars. got the Academy Award for Best Original Score for Up. For Up, that makes and sense. And Grammy. Yeah, well, he's nominated for fucking uh, Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, I guess he did Cars 2. Uh, first so collaboration nice. with uh, John, John Lasseter. Lasseter. That's a little sad. And Super 8. Super 8, 50 50, Monte Carlo, the uh, second Star Trek. Uh, Jupiter Ascending, whatever. Tomorrowland, Jurassic World, Inside Out, Zootopia, Rogue One. Oh, the fucking score for Rogue One was so good, remember? Yeah. Ah! And he replaced Alexandre Desplat. Yes. You want to know what I love? What? We didn't talk about this on the video game part yet because we were close, but he did Mickey Mania. Oh, shit! Yeah, fucking Mickey Mania. Fucking that 1994 game that was on Sega CD Genesis oh, and, like, every well, other... He, system. he goes way back, yo. Yes, man. Dark yes. and shit. I'm looking at some of the other stuff he did. Oh, man, he did, he did the fucking uh, Muppets Monster Adventure in 2002. Call so, of Duty and shit. He did a bunch of Call of Duties. Alias, Lost, Fringe, Alcatraz. Bam, 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 and bam. Yeah. Um, and he did the Space new music, Mountain. the new music for Space Mountain at Disneyland. Oh shit! Yeah, he did that. He did fucking. Oh, there's a little. 
Face Me Down to Magic Kingdom, the new music there. Oh, shit. I don't know what it is, but... So he's he does some good fucking shit. Yeah. He, he deserves all the awards. Yes, and even did the music for the, the goofy short film How to Hook Up Your Home Theater, the seven-minute short, so... Right. And day and night. He did a couple of Pixar stuff here and there, and there's the Ballad of Nessie. Remember that? La Luna, Toy Story of Terror, which I never saw. The time I forgot, I forgot that I'm going to do that. Anyway. anyway, Michael Giacchino, Michael Giacchino, however you want to pronounce it, fucking awesome. Yes. Fucking awesome. Yeah. But let's talk about these crying moments. So, what do you think were some of your saddest moments in love? Bo- Boone dying was one of them to me. The entire last episode, I fucking well, bawled my eyes out. Yes. Like, I cried for literally, like, years. Like, what about the beginning part? No. When they were fighting the man in black? That part was a little silly. No. But then, fucking, when Sun and Jin died, that is the saddest fucking death scene in anything ever. I have to agree with you 100%, um, with one exception. Marley and me. I didn't see that one. I mean... You, you can't get any sadder than that. Anything a, with a dog. dog. Even Wilfred, I was fucked up. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, man. Anyway. Uh, yeah, with fucking... Oh, sorry, what was saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, fucking Jin and Son's death is the... It's sad for a few reasons. One, because they cared more about each other than their kid. Yeah, so that was like, a little weird. this kid. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like... Jin had a chance of surviving. Sun couldn't because she was stuck. The place was filling up with water. There was no way they were going to get out. It was completely impossible. And Jin could have gotten out, but he refused to. Yeah, he didn't um, want to leave her. He didn't want to leave her. So it ended up with them just holding hands until oh. until the inevitable happened. Oh. And it just shows them kind of floating away, holding hands. And it was pretty much the saddest thing that's ever been on television, oh. ever. God. Except maybe Jurassic Bark. That was pretty yeah, bad. That was pretty Notice cool. that every other thing I pick is a dog a Dog, thing. yeah. Oh, I'm Jurassic right. Bark is killing me already. That, 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 that episode is ridiculous. It's too fucking sad. But, like, I cried for years. Years! <laughs> like, That's actually not an exaggeration. No, I really did cry for years. That would be, like, for acting, I would use that as my trigger. Like, you know, like, I would think of that, and then I could get the tears. Yeah. Tears. There were tears. There were tears. Um, that was really sad. I mean, just the whole episode just made me cry because, because of the fact it was, I knew it was the last episode. And at the end, um, yeah, at the end of every lost episode, the screen turns black and it's like, boom, lost, you know, like, and it's like one, like, note on the, whatever it was. What was no, what was the note? What do you mean? Like, at the end, it was like, boom. In every other episode, you mean? Yeah, every it's episode. It's just, it's just, it's yeah. not a note. It's no, just, it's not a note. Yeah. And then it's black screen. The last episode... Ends with a white screen and then a beautiful ukulele chord because they're in Hawaii. Yeah, was it? It was a ukulele chord. It was I a ukulele that. chord. I'm pretty sure it's a ukulele. No, chord. I don't like remember that. Chord. I do remember the white screen and a note. I remember hearing music. It was at a the chord. End. I didn't realize it was fucking. Uh... Oh god, it makes me want to get fucking emotional. It makes me want to watch you <laughs> just cry. God, well, like. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it was a great ending. I, I liked it. A lot of people didn't like it. Didn't it was like one it. of the most hated endings ever. Not as hated as Dexter, no, but close. Very close, actually. Yes. I like the ending to Dexter. What is wrong with you people? Anyway, it's not the Dexter podcast. No. Though we mentioned the second reference to Dexter. I'll make the third one. John Lithgow. Best thing ever. John Lithgow was great in Dexter. He was. He was fucking scary as shit. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, Watch great. Dexter. 
<laughs> we should we should do a show on Dexter, although it has nothing to do with it has Disney. Nothing to do with Lost. I mean, with, <laughs> with Disney. Lost. With Disney. <laughs> now welcome to the Lost cast. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Okay. So let's stray away from that last episode. Obviously, the last episode is going to have sad moments in it. What else do you remember from Lost that you were sad? I can. I'll give you one of mine. What is it? It's another dog thing. <laughs> oh God. Oh, I know what you're, which one you're talking about. The the last episode of the first season. Mm-hmm. Walt has to give away Vincent because he can't come on the raft because they build this raft to get off. It's Walt and Michael and they they finally build this raft. They're getting off the island. Oh, and Sawyer's on there too. Yeah. And uh, Jin. And they're all going off to fucking find safety and whatever. So he gives Vincent to Shannon who just lost her brother. Um... Because he died, because he's Putin, because he talked about that before. And first of all, him giving away the dog was already killing me. There was like, that was already destroying me, him having to give away the dog. It kind of reminds me like of the end of Toy Story 3. He has to give away his fucking toys, you know? The same type of thing. Of course, didn't remind me of that then because that was not in existence. He gives the dog away with the intention of the fact that he would see the dog again because he's getting help and they're going to bring everybody back. So Shannon, of course, now has like a job. She now feels a little bit better because somebody trusts her with something. Where in Shannon's history, nobody trusted her with anything yeah. ever. They, she, they think she's just the dumb, pretty girl. Where when in reality, she runs like a moron and Taken. You ever see Taken? At the very beginning of that, like she has this like scene where she runs away to go back to like wherever she is okay. after a conversation with like her mom or whatever, and she runs like like this. I know uh, nobody out there can see it, and visual elements don't make sense for a podcast, but I ran like an idiot, and all I have to do is watch the first 10 minutes of Taken, and then turn it off, because the movie's shit. Yeah. First 10 minutes of Taken, watch Maggie Grace run away. She's the girl who gets taken uh, in Taken. Oh, really? She's yes. the girl who gets taken? Okay. Yes. So anyway, there you go. Take it. Anyway, <laughs> so he gives the dog away to Shannon, and he boards the raft, and they're on their way out uh, to see... And uh, everyone's, first of all, again, now it gets sad again because now everyone's saying their goodbyes. So you see everybody's hugging each other and they're shaking each other's hands and they're so hopeful that they'll get rescued and this and that, whatever. Um, Sawyer goes to look for Kate to give her a hug goodbye because he's like in love with her and she's off with fucking Jack in the jungle somewhere Mm. fucking figuring some shit out. I forgot what she was doing, (laughs) but she's out doing something. And he never gets to say goodbye to Kate. And he jumps on the raft. And they all are leaving. And as it's going around, the music starts swelling. And it starts getting like, oh, goodbye, everybody. But it wasn't that. The dog then runs after the raft, jumps into the water to go after Walt. And Walt's screaming, go back, Vincent. Go back, go back, go back. And he won't. And he keeps swimming towards him because he wants to be with Walt. And, and he's yelling, go back, and then Vincent stops and turns around. It is the most fucking heartbreaking scene. I, I, listen, as you can tell, I hate when shit happens with dogs. That was so fucking sad, especially because that dog looks like my dog, kind of, except mine's a golden, that's a lab, but they have very similar faces. 
Um, yeah, it was uh, pretty bad. How about you? Any other oh, ones? Because I can't God. talk about it Freaking that, that got me all teary. <laughs> you didn't even like that movie. Wa- I mean, I, you didn't even think that was emotional when well, we watched because, it. because, like, I wasn't, like, as, like, you know, dog-centric yet. Now, like, <laughs> I fucking, like... Now my life is all dogs. I know. I, I fucking, do dog stuff. Yeah. I do dog stuff. I fucking, like, love dogs now. So fucking, like, that got me all emotional and shit when you were talking about it. Oh, God. What about it was emotional? I mean... Just, like, emotional... Just... Oh, God. Uh, This is gonna be, like, fucking stupid. For whatever reason, like, when I felt for Locke, there was that one episode where I felt for Locke, and then I cried. You felt for him? No, when I felt... For him. Uh, he fell for him. Like, like, no, boy, no, God, no. Luck. Like when uh, when he was able to like walk the episode, like with his backstory. So episode three? Yeah. And then I fucking like <laughs> cried. I'm like, why am I crying? God damn it. Because like, you know, because he was told like that he couldn't do this, you know, and then he's like, oh, tell me what I can't do or whatever. Yeah. But he was like always told that he couldn't do something. It's okay to, to, to cry at Locke at that point because we don't know how awful he is yeah, as a human that's being. True. We don't know yet. I felt bad for Locke a bunch of times, but I never, ever felt emotional for Locke again yeah. after that first time. Yeah. The first time was good. Well, because the first time it flashes back to the first episode. If you watch the pilot, it shows him look at his feet. Yeah. At the, it's like the first thing you see almost. But you don't know what it's in context. No, it, yet, so. it, it looks more like he's going, I'm alive. I'm alive. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. It looks like he's like, oh my God, I'm living. Yeah. And then when we take it into the context of, oh my God, I can walk. It turns the whole thing around. What any, anything else emotional wise for you? Uh, I mean, any any deaths that really hurt, hit you besides the ones that we talked about? Any other deaths? I mean, in the end, everybody dies, but not really. Not really. Like we, everyone dies, but not necessarily on island. Did Soy? Did we see Sawyer? And or Kate died? No, right? No, I don't think so. They, like, live at the end, but then we see them in the afterlife anyway. Yeah, because, like, at the end, you're just, you know, everybody's gonna die. Well, Jack then... sacrifices himself. Yeah. And then we all, like, hang out with each other in church. Yeah, that, the whole, the whole thing is the ending, it, it says, hey, Jack has sacrificed himself, and the whole entire sixth season, we didn't talk about this, is all in Flash sideways. Yeah. Which is, a lot of the characters are experiencing the same things that they've experienced before, but differently. Things are playing out differently. And sometimes other characters are randomly involved. Like Hurley is like, oh, sorry. I just hit Simone in the face (laughs) with my wavy hands. Sorry about that. Um, Fucking like like Hurley will show up and try to get someone to come with him. What happens is everybody is taking everybody to the afterlife. Yeah. And this is this flash sideways, which is a world after everybody's dead, where they go to, and they end up in their in these flashbacks of their own life, yeah. to the part of their life that they want to change the most, or the part of their life that they regret, or the part of their life that they love, and it's all kind of mishmashed together because it's like it flat your life flashing before your eyes, just like the name of my favorite episode in the thing, and that's kind of the whole point of that ending is that Jack now has to face that. Has to face that you're going to have to sacrifice yourself. And don't worry, because there's a place where we're going to take you after you sacrifice yourself that you're going to fucking love. And Hurley's not going to be there because he needs to run the island. Yeah. Because Hurley ends up taking over for Jacob after Jacob's death. 
and uh, and Ben ends up somehow becoming his right hand man. Yeah, I know that was weird. Because he proves himself uh, to whatever. He's just a weak nothing. Thought more of himself, and he's okay. He loves being the right hand man. So fucking Hurley gives him a pass. Yeah. <laughs> but what's that? So it's all right. Um. <laughs> anyway, at the end, Jack shows up in this church where everyone's there. Yeah. And he's like, the fuck? Because Boone's there, and like fucking like all these people. Is like, I thought you were dead. Yeah, it's like, oh no, we're all hanging out and like having uh, potato pancakes. Yeah. And shit. <laughs> they all turn around. They're like, we are dead. Yeah, Hooray. let's all hang out. Exactly. Um, and then it's just like this is the afterlife for him, um, or for everybody. Hopefully, is that everyone gets to live in the moment of their life that they love the most, that they miss the most, that they had the most fun. <laughs> Uh-oh, here he goes. Simone's gone. <laughs> Simone's out. Shit, what the fuck? I fucking suck. <laughs> this is, is this a first? No, this is not. No, oh, this, this isn't is a first? No, you haven't you cried first. on the, on the show no, before? No, it's not, it's not the first time I've cried on the show before. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, that happens in the end. And then everybody gets together and we're like, yay, everybody's there. Um, the, the interesting thing is two people besides Hurley and Ben go out to live on that island a little bit longer. Bernard and fucking uh, Kate. Kate. <laughs> Kate, Bernard, Kate is fucking the fuck out of what Uncle the, Ben. What the fuck? Yo, I like this Kate bitch. Even though he's white? <laughs> well, you call him Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um yeah Bernard and Rose end up they stay they say I'm we're sick of this running around we're sick of fighting all the bad guys we don't want this anymore I don't care if we're flipping through time or what's happening Bernard and I are gonna fucking live over here with Vincent <laughs> and the dog becomes their dog and it's kind yeah. of a really nice little ending yeah. for them um, are they in the church at the end? I don't remember. We'd have to watch that last scene again. I, I want to see the last scene because I, I want to because if they are in the church, then I'm really upset. Listen, where the fuck is Vincent? Yeah, I know. What the fuck? <laughs> That's fucked up, yo. Because like uh, Sudden Jin's baby is a baby in the church. I think that's because that's their memory. Oh, yeah. They want to be, you know what I mean? The baby's not going to, when the baby grows up, is not going to remember that. Baby doesn't die no, in the show. No, um, Baby survives, so therefore, that's Jin and Son's memory that yes. they hold on to, not uh, the baby's. Because the baby, how the fuck would it remember that? That's, I mean, that's what I think. I'm not sure. Anyway, so we'll stop talking about sad stuff because Simone is freaking flipping out over here. So I'll move on to the final discussion, which is what the fuck is so great about Lost that we are talking forever about it. And, and not even making any sense. You do know that if the people out there who are listening to this episode who have no fucking clue what we're talking no, about, wait, it sounds... Wait, what the fuck are you talking it about? It sounds like we're out of our mind. Uh, you like this show? What's happening? I know, like, there's, like, fucking, like, dead people, like, come back to life and shit, and, 
like fucking smoke monsters and crap. What the, the fuck is this? There's shit? no way, way to explain anything without going Ugh, to a plot summary. I, I even ended up fucking doing that a little bit in here because I was like, I have to explain something. Well, this is like uh, it would have to be like a freaking show on its own where you do like an analysis. Of, well, there, uh, I, there's been many lost podcasts before. Yeah. It's hard to do an overview like this because it's really tough. that's why we have 45 minutes of garbage somewhere. Yeah, I know we do have 45 minutes of garbage. You can get from our degenerates club. Yes, if you're in the is that the name of the thing? Yes, <laughs> it is. Okay. We haven't we haven't sent anything to the degenerates club in a while. Been a while. Uh, been a while, but we will. Uh, so, any closing thoughts? Your your favorite things? Why do you like the show? What is so great about this that we would do a long episode pretty much praising it, except for a stranger in a strange land oh, and whatever the case may be? Yeah, uh, because and Nikki and Paolo. Yeah. And the what? Nikki and Paolo. Oh, yeah. oh wait, wait, wait. We, we love them. One last thing. Yeah. Mr. Friendly. Okay, go on. Oh, yeah, Mr. Friendly. And then Arst uh, also gets uh, fucking blown up into, like, pieces. Arst some, gets blown up. Yeah, let's just someone, like, ends up like. getting, like, a piece of Arst on their, like, face Hurley. or something like that. He goes, dude, you... Oh, no, that's right. Hurley says it. He goes, dude, you, you got some Arst on you. But he pronounced it Arst because he couldn't pronounce his name right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, and the Froger guy. Froger's there for five seconds. He's yeah. there. There are a lot of good fucking, like, hilarious characters that are there, like... Randomly, um, yeah. you would recognize the Frogert guy as like everyday player ever. You'll see him in movies. He always has the, the smallest parts. He doesn't ever have a lot to do. He's in some. I think he's also in some Disney Channel shows oh, too. He? He's yeah. got that type of over the top acting. Yeah, but he's, he's like in so much. He's always you'll 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 be like, oh yeah, that guy. That guy. He is that guy. Yes. He anyway, is that guy. Because uh, the show, like every season, was different. They never tried to like do the same thing over and over again because they always had you guessing because it's like okay how long are they going to do these flashbacks and it's like oh shit flash forwards oh oh and then like what would life be if they uh you know survive the crash and blah 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 and then it's like oh shit flash sideways you know like all that shit so that, I guess that is the flash sideways so they always had something new you never knew who was going to die right. so no one was safe <laughs> Um, but overall, like, the score is fucking amazing, you know, like, makes me cry and shit, you know, thinking about it makes me cry. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> oh, God. The, the then, like, the show ended seven years ago, and I'm still fucking crying. <laughs> what the fuck? The thing is, there's one last thing I didn't talk about, and I'm just gonna throw that out there, and that's kind of what this whole thing, like, at this point, you should have already been starting playing the game that we put out for you. Uh, if you don't know, then listen to the last episode. It's only an hour and 40 minutes or something like that or less. Um, but there's, it's your starting point. And we made this game because that's what Lost did. After every season, not after season one, but after two, three, four, and five, they had a game. Yeah. Sometimes better than others. The first game was the best one. You scour the internet for clues, and, and they have these special websites, and, and you have to decode things. And if you're not good at decoding, go fuck yourself, because you're not going to be able to figure it out. And um, it's not anything important to the plot, but it adds to everything, because you get to learn about the Hanso Foundation and the Dharma Initiative and all these things that came together to, to, get, the, to get Dharma on the island. Which is what starts a whole chain reaction of this electromagnetism, and and they basically took over an island that was run by Jacob. They were there were not supposed to be humans on it, like besides them, and they weren't even supposed to be there. Yeah, you know. And 
fucking there weren't supposed to be babies born because they're all supposed to die. Exactly. But and then, like, one of the Oceanic Six was uh, Claire's baby. Yeah. Like, that was a whole thing we never even talked about. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about Claire. Claire and Charlie, like, I guess, like, Charlie was in love with Claire, Claire yeah. who was Australian. So. Well, I meant the pregnant issue. She showed up pregnant, yeah. and one of the others, like, melded into their group, Ethan, Ethan to, like, yeah. fucking... Which, was Nathan and Ethan, like... No, was... Nathan was... We thought Nathan was bad. Yeah. Because they make you think he's bad, but he's not. He's just annoying. with Ethan. Right. It was Goodwin. Goodwin. Good, Goodwin was the bad one. He was fucking dragging people off into the jungle. Oh, shit. So, and then Anna Lucia killed him. Yeah. And Anna Lucia killed Shannon. But anyway... Yeah. <laughs> accident, but still happened. While... In oh that was sad too. In the hands of Saeed, fucking Anna Lucia hears a noise, think it's the others. Bang, bang. We fucking cross the path, and fucking Shannon is there with fucking blood dripping out of her stomach, and Saeed's holding her in his arms. Oh, it was such a good scene. Fuck, that was good. And he went running after Anna Lucia, and they fucking tied him up and shit, and eventually everybody became friends, I guess. Besties and yeah, shit. Exactly. Yeah, in like, the last episode, freaking, uh, you know, like, I guess, like, a flash, whatever the fuck it was, like, uh, Shannon, Saeed. like, and, and Saeed end up, like, together again. Oh, yeah, they get to be together with each other again. Right after that. Oh, my God, I cried so much. I should have had, like, a crying count when I watched the last episode. <laughs> we could do that. <laughs> That's no, not hard to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, babies can't be born on the island, because yeah. we're assumingly because of Electro- the electromagnetism and the, the situation of. Of uh, it's too much for the baby to handle, yeah. but they weren't sure what it was. They were like inoculating the babies, and no baby was ever born on that island ever before. No, except for Claire's kid, mm. and eventually, although J- the son had her kid off island, right? Was she off? I don't remember. I think she did because I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I know she had to go to the medical tent at one point. Oh yeah. I don't remember what else happened. Anyway. So yeah, I happened to... Oh, oh yeah, so the games, that's what I was saying. So yeah, the games were, were just added so much to the fucking thing. That was the first one. The second one was that uh, Find 815, so you had to find the plane because the plane really wasn't gone. Yeah. Then they had like the Dharma Initiative like recruitment test. Oh, God, yeah. yeah they, they had different little games here and there, which were a lot of fun. Uh, you can still kind of play them, but you have to go into archive.org and a lot of the links still don't work. So, you can still kind of find out what happened, but you can't actually physically play unless you, well, at all, really. Unless you can somehow create, no, a time machine. Or get on the Lost Island, they'll help you out with that. Yeah, just get there, you know. (laughs) I love this show because it, first of all, you don't get a lot of good sci-fi shows out there. It's a lot of crap. They're like, oh, you know, here's this, uh, you know, aliens, but here, you didn't know what it was. It could, no. it could be aliens. It could be this. It, could, it, it did such a good job at keeping secrets that people got annoyed. Yeah. Not me, because I knew that they would answer the ones we need to know. And they did. They did. I was still annoyed with the Comic-Con thing. Comic-Con thing. Oh, well, that's... Well, yeah, with Nestor, <laughs> Nestor Corbanel, who played Richard and freaking Desmond. Yeah. They were supposed to go to freaking Comic-Con. It didn't happen. I know, you just said that, like... I know, but that still pisses me off. I'm still <laughs> pissed off! <laughs> 
God damn it. <laughs> I just want to, I'm going to really quickly read through. These are the questions that people believe are unanswered. I'm going to go through it quickly. Okay. I'm not going to stop. Um, so Cindy, if Cindy was with Charlie when the plane crashed, how did she end up with the tailies? Um, yeah, she may have been knocking on the door, but how does that mean that she didn't run back to the back she of the plane? Be, she could have easily done that. To get away from whatever was going on. Yep. Just, you know, this, the flight attendant's supposed to take their seat. What the fuck? Yeah. Why was Cindy taken by the others so much la later than the other tailies? Was Cindy on the list? Oh yeah, we forgot to mention Jacob has a list. That was the whole thing's about these lists and lists. It's like Schindler. <laughs> Gabe's favorite movie. Yeah, that's right. Um, the list basically is Jacob needed to find a new candidate to replace him because he knew that Ben was going to kill him. Yeah, he had. He just knew that that was happening soon, so he needed to find a replacement soon. Um, and so he created this list, and he got all these people to come on the island, and you know, it's a lot of that whole I can see the future type situation. Yeah. You know. Uh, and so there's that. Again, these don't matter. Where did the nickname Hurley come from? Who cares? When did the, was that ever, like, asked? No, like, because no one gives a fuck. Because it doesn't matter. They call him Hurley. The end. That's his nickname. Why do we have to know the origin of everything? Well, what about the tattoos? Yeah, exactly. When you find out the origin of everything, you get an episode about Jack's tattoos. Yeah, sucks. Ugh. Did Hurley cause the collapsing deck accident, or would it have happened anyway? Who cares if it would have happened anyway? Does it matter? Mm. It doesn't fucking matter. It happened. Ugh. Fuck. Uh, how did Kate get the other key to the safety deposit box? What? Shut up. What? Why is Kate seeing the same black horse? Because she saw a horse. That's the other thing. The man in black can turn into other things and people yeah. on the island, which is how Yemi was able to walk around. How Jack's dad yeah. was able to walk around. It's all fucking the man in black fucking with everybody. So why? We already know the answer. Why is that on unanswered questions? Uh, what happened during the Tampa job? Sawyer mentions, you know, a Tampa job that he once had because he's a con artist to somebody. Do we need to know what happened no, during it? Unnecessary. Unnecessary. Holy fuck. Uh, eh, eh, oh. What did Walt see that frightened him enough to want to leave the island? I don't even remember that. I don't remember. I think that he was just, like, watching everybody fucking fight with each other and shit. Yeah. Plus, he's special. He can see yeah. certain things. That's true. Anyway, I I'm, I'm not going through anymore. I'm just kind of fucking saying that there's these weird... It's like, oh, they didn't answer all these questions, but we didn't need to know it. Who was the owner of the glass eye found in the fucking the arrow? Probably fucking Mikhail. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mikhail is a fucking character who has a, an eye patch. Right. Who do you that think it was? That makes sense, yeah. And we know he was in the flame station, so yeah. maybe he was the arrow before. Why is that there? Who cares? People Ugh. just ask dumb questions. Yeah. How did Kelvin come to work for the initiative? Again, why do we need to know the origin? That's my point about people having unanswered questions. None of these are relevant to the story, so why do we need to know them? Yeah. If you want to know that, why don't you make a fan theory? Which, by the way, is what Lost was all about. That's all people did. Fan theory. Maybe this is what's happening. That's what I fucking love about the show. A community of people coming together to discuss what may or may not happen on a show because of evidence. They come up with, oh, you see this? Oh, you, did you read a little map? Maps with like words in Latin that you could barely oh, yeah. read. There was that uh that huge statue. It was like not Osiris. What the fuck was his name again? Um. Oh fuck. That big. Statue. Uh yeah. Uh, uh it's with an H, right? Horus. 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 Yeah. yeah. Horus. 
So. Which sounds like also like Horace. Like the guy Horace. Good, good something. The good, guy who good. fucked that that sixteen year old girl in real life. Sixteen year old, and he tried to like marry her, and then his family, like this fifty year old man's family, disowned him. And then she ended up being the worst person ever. I know she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway. I mean, again, I was I was finishing off when I I keep remembering stuff, but yeah. in the end, it it was a show that like no other. Uh, Alias is great. Um, it has a lot of sci-fi elements unto itself. JJ Abrams shows I think are very good. Uh, I I liked Fringe. I didn't love it. Uh, I heard it got better. I, did, I but I didn't love it. exactly. Um, but then again, people just, like, hate Ryan Murphy shows for no reason. Uh, like, I can understand, okay, maybe you don't like Glee or something like that. Uh, but Nip Tuck was a fucking amazing show from beginning to end. Fucking Nip Tuck, motherfuckers. Nip Tuck! And American Horror Story is great, but now you hear people, like, fucking Josh Spiegel. American Horror Story is awful! Is it? Why? Because he just hates Ryan Murphy. He didn't even want to watch The People vs. Uh, OJ. Which was a Ryan Murphy. Is he Murphy. like the new Uwe Boll or something like that where everybody like hates him? Do they? I everybody? No, not everybody. I just, I'm talking about Josh. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, who hates fan theories, which is again why that was in the episode last week. But anyway, there's nothing There's there's nothing I can say bad about this show. There's a couple things that are weak here and there, but there's no show that's 100% ever. No, never. Except Firefly. It was only 13 episodes, so they didn't have a chance to be bad. <laughs> and a movie. I know, I need to give it a third chance. Well, I don't know. You seem to enjoy the first episode. Yeah, it was, I don't know. It just seemed difficult. This is coming from the woman who refused to watch Spirited Away. Oh, it took me like 10, 12 years. She fell asleep twice! Twice! Yeah, it took me 12 fucking years to finish watching that film. And then? How did you feel about it? Did I, did I cry? You fucking bald. On the train? Oh, yeah. I do like crying. And when she like found her parents again, oh, yeah. and oh, you cried when uh, when she saw Haku flying away, oh, the dragon. That's sad. In the distance. That is very sad. <laughs> anyway, there's nothing else I can say. If you guys want to talk about Lost, you can always come to me because fucking I always can talk about it. I don't give a shit how old it is or whatever. I will talk about it till the day I fucking die. I fucking will watch that show over and over again. Fucking, I love Lost. I just wish that they got to do more Losty things, like with the parks during that time. I, That's such a missed opportunity. I've talked they, about it. Yeah. Instead, they spent all the money on fucking Avatar and shit. Yeah, well, that's a whole other story. And fucking magic bands. Magic For what reason? Well, we're not going to talk about it this week, but fucking, uh, I will just mention how mad I am about the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah, this bullshit. Becoming PC by adding a female pirate, not adding, I'm sorry, changing the redhead to a female pirate because apparently I, uh, that's what really happens. <sighs> Couldn't we just add a female pirate to add girl power? Do we, yeah. why, why take away? I'm not gonna get into it, but I wanted to just throw it out there that we are pissed off about that shit. This, is, this world is way too fucking PC. I know. Like, I told my fucking mom about it. She goes, wait, what? That, I, that's my second favorite ride! She was all pissed off about it. Well, that's just disrespectful to, like, Walt and everybody, like, who was there, like, that created that ride. Yeah. So, it's fucked up. It really is fucked up. 
Anyway, any last words before we uh, give our final words? Uh, like, watch the last episode and just, like, cry a lot. Because it feels good <laughs> to just fucking cry. Uh, I just want to watch the whole thing over and over again. Uh, the that's end. That's right. That's right. My last words are, if you haven't seen Lost, well, we spoiled a lot for you, but it's still fun to watch, so go back and watch it. You'll enjoy it. Um, if you have watched it and you don't like it, you're a fucking moron. If you thought it was too convoluted, you're a fucking moron. Or see the last episode. Everything's convoluted! I can't watch Memento because it's backwards! I don't understand! Shut the fuck up! Shut up! Oh, yeah. This has been Jerry Skids and Simone DeMilo. <laughs> so you can find us at mouserants.gq. In the background, you can hear fireworks. I'm, I'm not taking that out. Every Friday night of the summer, there's fireworks in Brooklyn. At 9, 9, 93, at 9.30. Yes, and it's annoying as shit. So now you get to be annoyed with the fireworks if you hear them. Um, mouserants.gq. Today, our Amazon pick of the day... There's two of them because Lost is such a good show. We're going to put two Amazon picks on our page. The first one is the Dharma of Dogs. Our best friends as spiritual teachers. That's right. Get this book now. Yeah. <laughs> Get this book now. It's by Tammy Simon. If you're interested in that, it's 224 pages. It's in English. And it's in English. Uh, and it's about our best friends as spiritual teachers. That's right. The Dharma of dogs. That's right. Oh, I keep saying that's right. I feel like that's what I have to say. Also, as a special bonus, you can also get Dharma and Greg season two, the complete season two box set starring Jenna Elfman and that guy who yes. plays Greg, who is not in anything else ever no. because he's just Greg. He's just but Danny Elfman's like, what is cousin? But they're not related. We found out. That I thought that they were related by marriage. Are they related by marriage? I, think I am related. thought it was. Were they? I'm pretty sure. Are Jenna? I thought that like they. Uh, that's like the tough thing. I could have okay. sworn that they were related by marriage. Um. Oh, okay, you are right. He is the uncle of actor Bodie Elfman. Bodie Elfman. Who is married to actress Jenna Elfman. Okay, so Bodie Elfman's fucking sister. Bodie Elfman, no. Oh, Bodie Elfman's wife. Is Jenna Elfman. Is Jenna Elfman. Yes. So and Bodie wife. Elfman's uncle is, is Danny, Danny Elfman. Elfman. Yes. So Danny Elfman's niece-in-law is, is Jenna. Jenna Elfman. And yes. you can get season two of Dharma and Greg, because it has the word Dharma in it. Yes. And uh, enjoy that. Of course, if you're not getting either of those things, then you can always click on that link or the banner on the page. Uh, do your regular shopping, and whatever you buy will help out this podcast just a little bit. You're not paying for anything. Amazon is literally giving us money to help us out with our show, because sometimes, you know, Funds are low, yeah. but as I said, I would never, ever ask for it from you as people. Yeah. I just want it from Amazon, this shitty company who charges you ridiculous fucking prices sometimes. It's a lot cheaper on eBay. Well, not lately, oh, actually, yeah. but anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're asking you for $100 a month to, like, hang out with us on the phone. <laughs> we want $0 from you. Just do your regular shopping yes. at Amazon by clicking on it. Just click on a link. That's it. Click a link. And then suddenly, guess what? You're fucking in the zone. 
So, but you buy whatever you want, and then any kickback that we get, then it will make our show just that much better. Yes. Um, of course, again, you can go to mouseredge.gq to find that. It's in our show notes. And you can also find all of our old episodes there, as well as signing up for the Degenerates Club to hear the really shitty part of this episode yes. that nobody else is going to hear. If you yeah. care that much about Lost, you can hear us talk about the characters of Lost. There you go. Lost, 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 Lost. lost. Uh, you can also email us at mouseredge.gmail.com. Do that if you're coming to our meetup September 29th, September 30th, and October 1st. Our travel agent sponsor, Jillian, uh, will help you out, but you have to email us first so we can forward it directly over to her. If it wasn't for the Disbrides cunts, that wouldn't be the case. But unfortunately, we have to do it that way for a little while. Sucks. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, mousefriends at gmail.com and also if you have any hate mail, send it right there. And finally, go to iTunes and give us a five-star review because I know you love us as much as we love you. So, probably not a lot. But just give us the five stars anyway because I really don't love any of you. You guys are all assholes and probably already turned off this episode by now and don't listen to the ending. This is what I assume. I assume the second I say mousefriends.gq you're already gone. So, there's that. Whatever. I don't mind talking to nobody. Do you? No. No, not at all. Uh, I have nothing else to say to you. No. Pee! Pee! We never even discussed that. No, we didn't. Really quick, Hurley gets stung by a jellyfish. He wants fucking Jin to pee on him. Jin doesn't speak English at the moment. Uh, Jin will not pee on him. And Hurley is just yelling, Pee! Pee! He's going, No! No! <laughs> Yes. A great moment. It is a pretty amazing moment. Take us out, Simone. Later. Later, fucker!